And welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing everyone's favorite uh, bi-monthly topic in the Tarkov community. The hackers. The cheaters. They're back with the vengeance. Don't we love it? Then, next up after that, more of complaints and problems and whatnot with the, the, the bunny hops, the dolphin dive, the Ferrari peak, <laughs> the quick peak, the leans, the anti-inertia. This changes everything. So we'll we'll be diving into some of those, seeing what's been going on in the community. Not that I think most people will be replicating this stuff, but it's interesting to see people push the envelope and, and where we get to on it. And, and I guess then... we've got the weapon screenshot tease, mm -hmm. the SR2. And we'll have a little look, little look into, into that, um, which could be, could be kind of interesting. A new gun that is coming soon, TM. And finally, we're going to close out with some viewer questions from our community. Sounds fantastic. So, the cheaters. <laughs> All right, dude. How do you want to do this? It's that I, time again. <laughs> I, I don't even. I don't even know. I mean, I guess the. Where do we begin? So, mm -hmm. there is a perception of cheaters getting really bad in the game at the moment, and the reason why I say it like that is because yeah. either I'm just like brain dead not able to notice it or right. i don't run into them because of my play style and or region etc 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 but i tend to notice based on the community and the stuff that's going on and i don't doubt that the people who are complaining about it have you know legitimate reason to to complain mm -hmm. right um so there's like a ton of people who've made videos recently about this topic um one peg in particular making one that was uh, relatively high profile i think but the situation and about how it's kind of not been not been countered well enough that kind of thing but there's like a ton of people who are talking about it it's the biggest topic it's, it's always bubbling away under the surface but every now and then you know it's like a volcano i mean it's dormant and then there's a bit of smoke coming out and then one day it's just and the, the community blows up and i mean i'm assuming that those things are correlated with increases in cheater activity i guess i guess they, they must be um i mean it, it is plausible i suppose that it just like happens there's enough community momentum builds up and people start thinking about it again more and then they notice more sus stuff and then they get more annoyed and it's kind of like almost its own like propagation um I, I, I don't know i don't know but anyway lots of people are angry cheating situation is is very bad i mean me personally mm -hmm. i have probably had i've i've i would say that i've had so this wipe i've reported one person maybe two maybe two one person was like kind of obvious-ish, but again, like it does. I, right. I, I don't really know. Like I haven't, I haven't had it. So I haven't had anybody flying. I haven't had anybody <laughs> like whizzing along the ground. You know, mm -hmm. like a little fish. I haven't had anybody voice me my name. Um, I haven't had anybody like stream snipe me as a streamer when I've been on or anything like that. So the thing is, it really dramatically depends, right? And on who you are. And there's people who are like, you know, I'm being specifically targeted through to I'm seeing them all the time through to what do you mean like i never see cheaters so that you know it must not be an issue right right um obviously i'm not of that mindset but like i'm in that camp of people that just doesn't really see them very often for whatever reason now right i i have heard that I mean, it usually is the, the usual stuff that goes around about how depending on what region you're in and which servers you play on it can be better or worse and i mean as far as i understand it eu west is a pretty good set of servers mm -hmm. so you know i play london paris like spain um 
all of the all of these servers. Right? It's those are my those are my local local ones. So it's lowest ping. Um, and with the ping limits and stuff, you can only you can only connect from. I mean, what's it now? They actually increased the ping limit, didn't they? We talked about this before. I think with it's one eighty. Yeah, because it was one fifty, I think, and then now it's now it's one eighty. Um, uploading a YouTube video will still get me kicked out of the game. By the way, um, that's still enough to increase my latency enough to kick me out, as I found out today. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, have you been playing much? Have you have you actually? Because I know that you were kind of like taking a little break because you were like so busy with work and, and things. But like, have you played a lot and like seen anything yourself personally? I've only had one instance where I thought it was sussy, not because I was playing with a buddy and he was, we were trying to go to Pierre on Shoreline and I was sitting up on the hill next to the gas station looking for shooter over in heaven shots with the AK-101 mm. and he was already like down by the pier, but we were hearing shots go off like crazy down towards like the, the big blue fence, the construction zone where you spawn yeah. next to uh, what is that? That 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 the uh, CCP temporary whatever, and it was like you know uh, loud shots too, like an AK or something, and we were just like, what is going on? Then I noticed because I have this like three like twelve x scope on this I've been using. It's one of the more newer ones they had. I forget what it's called, but anyways. It's a tan scope. Yes, it's a it's a Smith tan three three X and also a twelve X. I kind of like it, but um, I I noticed I was looking down towards Pierre because he wasn't like actually in Pierre. He was just like off to the side, down to the ditch kind of area. Oh, yeah. Um, along the beach, and uh, I saw someone's sunglasses just crouched there, and I was like, oh my god, I think that's Sanitar. And I started putting the pieces of the puzzle together. All those shots were probably someone or the guards shooting players on the road like the highway leading up to to pier because they can like see like the blue fence area and whatnot so i started to put two and two together and um i was popping shots off at them but you know santar's got like a million hp or he's already healing i don't know what was going on maybe i was mi missing my shots too who knows moa sighting uh, uh what, what what's the I mean, he does just have a velocity. million health. Right? Yeah, so, like, I just... With the damage, with damage uh, drop off, like, you have to hit him so many times. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. And he heals too, and he, and he uses the stims. So anyway. Yeah. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if he was just, like, he was already healing, or if he was, um... I don't know. I missed, or whatever. But anyways, long... So, yeah, fast forward into the story. I... He starts calling movement on the road, like, the shots die down. I can't see the guards, because when I was shooting them, they, they, like, ran out of of my side of vision and he starts calling movement on the road well eventually i see the guy kind of near the truck but he's looking towards the pier he's not really looking at me but i, I have this bug giga and i usually don't get this bug but it's the breathing bug do you does oh. do you know what i'm talking about i i know what you're talking about i've never had it really yeah, I think okay it's a bear bug is it a bear bug well wait a minute. are you talking to are we talking about the same bug? Because I'm talking about the one where you're the one where you like you go down on on stamina or something, and then it's mm -hmm. like as if you're out of breath, even though you're not, like something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's so annoying because it's like it's not as intense of a sway on your gun when you're out of breath, but it's like more than the norm when you're not holding your breath. And if you hold mm. your breath, you still have a little bit of sway, like more than usual. It's a really annoying bug. I mean, I think it's a bug. I don't know for sure. I, I could. I was thinking about this. I'm, I'm going to end up going a long rant, so let me not do that. But anyways, <laughs> so I was had that. I had that issue, and um, 
long story short, I saw him. He wasn't looking at me. I had to like scope out, get my like try to like deal with this breathing issue, scope back in, and then I see him and he's looking right at me. He kills me. So I'm like, okay, I'm dead. I saw he had a white name, so I was like, uh, but my buddy's down there still. And he starts getting naded instantly. And he was like, what? That's like, that's sus, dude. How do these guys know? There's no way they know where I'm at. So he dies. They like, just like hard push him. And I was like, I don't know. White name. I'm going to report it. And I was like, oh my God, dude, I did the, <laughs> I did the thing, dude. I did the thing. I caught myself doing the thing. But um, that's been like the only sus thing. And that really wasn't sus. That was just like out of spite. Because I was just mad. You know what I mean? I was just mad I had the yeah. bug and this guy just... Because, like, <laughs> I was saying to my friend, I was like, well, maybe they saw you running down to the pier, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, I mean, that's, like, totally reasonable. Um, I don't know. So that that's really been my only experience. And I wanted to say also that I've watched, like, a bunch of landmark clips on YouTube um, for this wipe. And I've only seen one clip where he died to a gear that had, like, M855 that was just you know, ripping through his Alton, you know, I mean, it was most like, like, I feel confident saying that was a cheater, you know what I mean? And that's the thing with this whole discussion is like, it's such a spectrum, like you were saying, like you, you have like, you could say on one side of the spectrum that people aren't very good at detecting cheaters and they have like false positives at a really high ratio, you know? And then, yeah. Also, you have people that are not really good at detecting cheaters, so they don't report them, you know what I mean? And then you have people that think they're really good at detecting cheaters, but they're not. I mean, there's, like, such a such a range, and even and the whole thing about all this is, like, your evidence is, like, so, so, so tiny, you know what I mean? You don't have, like, their POV or anything, uh, so I just, I don't know, and I, I understand the servers things and the, situ- you know, where you're located, time of day, all these scenarios, whatever. I just, I'm same as you. I just don't feel like I run. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't have the same experience as some of these people. I mean, I don't play as much, but still, I just, I don't know. Feels like it's yeah. like last swipe. I think I ran into one. I'm pretty confident he was cheating. Um, mm-hmm. it was like off right off the raid. I scope in at interchange on power down down the highway, and this guy is just sprint full sprinting of a RPK, a killer helmet, and a raid backpack. Like, and I was like, oh my god! And my two teammates died already, like at the start of raid. Anyways, but that's yeah, it, yeah. I mean, the one so the one that I had was I was in that new. Is it called? I can never remember the name. It's like Warehouse Seventeen or something. It's mm-hmm. the Power Switch Warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I was in the kind of the main room. You know, the room where you go up the stairs and you can look over Fortress. There's the balcony section, like the metal walkway bit. You can look out of the broken kind of uh, square windows where there's like pieces missing. You can look at like Fortress Alamo from there. Well, I was down on the ground floor in that section and i'd gone i went through I, i'd heard somebody at the beginning and just like couldn't really find them i went through the, the double doors into the next section where the power switch actually is and um i think it was there anyway it was like but anyway there's a set of stairs that looks over the the courtyard where the, you've got the, the warehouses and you've got like the main courtyard you know where you go and pick up that thing for skier with the unknown key there's like that little shack yes um, you've got like the customs wall with gas station ahead of you and yes then it's just that whole courtyard so i walked I, I was like hearing this guy and i was just like i couldn't really find him i was like i'm sure there's sure there's somebody here maybe it was a mm-hmm. scav like i just didn't really hear anything else 
And I like, walk up the metal stairs. This is like after ages of like looking for this guy. Walk up the metal stairs. As soon as I walk up, like instantly take a shot through the glass, like on one of the windows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is weird. So I just like run back down and healed, ran towards the kind of front area where you would go into power switch. And there's the two double doors that go yeah. outside. Waited in that area because I was like, if the guy runs down the power switch corridor, because the door is already open, I can just like right lean peek right. and kill him. But he runs outside instead. Um, and he like ran. It was really strange. He like ran straight at me, just like literally full shift W'd all the way to the front, like skidded. I, I like leaned out. He like skidded to a stop and like didn't do anything. And I was like, I kind of like was surprised because I was surprised at how close he was. I ran back inside, turned around to go and fight him. And then he literally just went and just insta headshot me around that corner as he just like sidestepped right. And I was like, that's like, it was just re- the whole thing was really weird. Like I instantly got shot. The guy basically didn't react when I just exposed myself completely. And then the next engagement, once he kind of like, or, you know, when he actually wants to fire, he just instantly kills me straight away. It's like, I don't have that many sus encounters. And that one to me, I was like, everything just feels wrong about this. Like I couldn't find him. He was just like nowhere to be seen. He knew exactly where I was through like frosted glass and actually hit me. Um, the one time that he was like not expecting me, he didn't do anything. I was like, just very, very strange. It's like really weird. So that was the only one that I had. But um, yeah, I, I, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like this This problem just rears its head every now and then. And as right. I said, I don't know how much of it. I'm sure, I'm, as I said, I'm sure some of it is people experiencing this stuff and getting really frustrated. And I think there was a video from 41 that he posted actually about, because he was one of the people that OnePeg had referred about. Because OnePeg didn't actually name anybody. But 41 was one of the streamers who has been apparently targeted by these guys. And like people will come in, like 10 people come into his chat to like bait him and stuff. He's just been like stream sniped continuously on, on his chats and stuff on his stream. Um, not that like, you know, I haven't been in there on his stream or whatever. So I'm just mm-hmm. repeating what he said. Um, but I mean, that, you know, like this really, that really sucks. That really sucks. And if yeah. that's happening to people, then no, no wonder people are complaining about it. But it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just really, really tough, right? It's really tough. I mean, it almost makes sense, I guess, in some ways that things felt kind of better. They put in some RMT restrictions and this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We had the new wipe and then slowly things have got worse and now they've got really bad like now because now they've had enough time to either circumvent stuff that was put in with the new patch, you know, get around the RMT and change their business model. Like it makes sense to me that now would be a time when it would be getting really bad, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because I think at the beginning, like we haven't really had many problems at the beginning, no more than normal right, in, the, in the first couple of weeks. And so now there's been enough time to adapt, adapt and overcome, you know, the name of the game in Tarkov. <laughs> you know, we throw, we throw challenges at these, these pieces and they, they, you know, they accept them and they adapt try to figure out a way around die. it. <laughs> yeah, but um, I guess it, yeah, I guess it makes sense timing wise, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just so, it's just, it's just so tough. I was talking to somebody else the other day and my stance, my stance on it is I do genuinely believe that BSG want to fix the problem and I don't know if they have the technical capacity to do so. Kind of similar to what I was talking about AI last week. I think that they would love to make the problem go away. Yeah, and I'm wouldn't? not sure if, and I'm just not sure if it's possible. I, I it's don't. An ongoing it's, battle, right? It's. I mean, here's my stance on it: cheaters exist, and it's just an inevitable thing, fact of life. Like it's. 
I saw this interesting... I can't remember where I saw it. It might have been a video or something. But um, apparently, in development or whatever, there is... Or ongoing development. They're working on AI algorithms to do cheats for you on a separate machine that reads your screen. So it's like completely undetectable. So you have a second yeah. PC that that's like purely for cheating by taking in the monitor input and the data and analyzing it through right. the AI, which is insane, right? Like, how can you possibly you can't that's you you can't detect that? That's undetectable. So, I don't know. It's just an available thing. And I feel like BSG may not be able to fix the problem, but they could, like, make it less painful. You know what I mean? Like, for example... <laughs> I, be, just, I don't even know I'm if gonna I know say what you it, mean. I'm going to say it. Kill Cam. I'm just... Okay, maybe not literally Kill Cam, but... Before I, before I go down that rabbit hole, the first thing they should definitely do is when you report someone, okay... And act and you know send me a message and be like thank you for submitting your report we will review it blah 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 blah. If they get banned, send me a message that says you know we reviewed your report and the player we've confirmed was cheating and you know that's gonna make me feel good. You know what I mean? That's like oh yeah fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Instead of like this anonymous thing where you just send it out to the void and it's like well I guess BSG will do something. You know what I mean? It's sort of like a yeah. psychological thing. Like, but if they really if they really want to like help. And that feels so bad. You could have people. There are so many ways they could do this, but I, I know some people suggested you know do things like uh, Overwatch um, and Counter Strike and Steam, where you can watch. Basically, it's like this system where you know you report a suspicious player, you suspect of cheating. Then there's this separate menu thing where people, you know can watch other people's reports they watch the timestamp it's like a and you can it like regenerates the entire game session and you can watch the perspective and you can be like hmm this was a good report or this was a bad report and you can sort of like i don't know i don't i don't i think it just helps valve get them some data but it's that's like you know me saying oh yeah just do this incredibly complex thing and have all these infrastructures built up and you know just do what valve does you know it's just kind of like yeah, 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 it's exactly. asking a lot you know what i mean that's like a pretty big pretty big ass but i think they it's could just like, do yeah, just just do what this company that makes probably the most money per employee out of like one of like probably one of the top co like companies on the entire right. planet for like right. you know profit per employee or whatever like yeah, yeah. i think they could maybe i don't know i i feel like this would just be a nice feature and they could even like make it a game mechanic like in the hideout like you construct or maybe it's like a an equipable but you know you have like a raid a raid cam helmet thing you know and you could like after the raid you could get it back and then like replay the raid session and then see everyone's pov i mean now we're like really stretching realism because how would you get their raid cams i don't know i mean it doesn't really make sense but maybe it's maybe it, maybe it's a right. drone okay maybe it's a drone thing you get you know a, a drone and you, i don't know whatever it point is you, you get povs of the people you think were cheating and then you get a little more information because like who knows man client side stuff can happen that didn't happen on the server i mean there's so many different things that can go on but yeah anyways i really would like that feature i don't think it's going to happen we'll I feel like that sounds like an arena feature before it's a Tarkov feature, but um, anyways. 
yeah. that's kind of yeah. my my thing on is like yes cheaters exist <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like mm-hmm. i don't know what like i'm i'm sorry for the people that experience this more often especially ones that get targeted because usually these are for a lack of a better word just shitheads trying to like yeah, basically just ruin people's day you know um but that's just how it is um i don't know it, it sucks yeah that doesn't even make any sense right because it's like i understand the economic loop of you you cheat you make rubles you sell the rubles you get banned you buy another account it's a cost of doing business you just continue yeah. on yeah. you know and you run it as like an enterprise but like just for like griefing's sake is this like like really like yeah <laughs> i mean just, it's... it's just crazy but um i mean it's i guess it shouldn't come as a surprise because yeah talk of lends itself to it because of the way that it works and the ability to just make a make money but to see even the fact that you got cheap developers making things for like you know beta games that aren't even like released yet and stuff like this like people have cheats for like cycle frontier and these like in beta you're like what what's going on like does it does it yeah is it really like I, it's just astounding i guess you should never be um never hold humanity in too high too high standing um it's kind of just is one of those sort of proofs right it's like there's enough people to make the situation awful. There's enough people who are willing to just do like shitty stuff, which really sucks. I mean, there's like, there's a quite a lot of, there's quite a lot of chat in, in my <laughs> yeah. chat about like Paragraphs. kill cams and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's like a lot of people talking about a lot of fair points, right? I was, I was just like brainstorming just in my head because I remember back when I used to play PUBG and you used to be able to watch the replay there. And there was some there was some conversation about COD kill cams, which kind of just like reminded me, and it's like, yeah, because of desync or latency or whatever, right? We've talked previously about yeah. some stuff is on the client, some stuff is on the server. Um, and no matter what you put where, you're always making a compromise somewhere, right? If you put everything on the right. server, then your movement would have your ping, right? So like you wouldn't see your character move for like 60 milliseconds or whatever. And even if you've got like okay ping, and that would just it would feel it would feel like trying to control a man with elastic bands. It would feel terrible. So that's obviously like on your client and the server does some interpolation, all this kind of stuff, right? So it's like, what do you, what do you put where? You make some compromises. Um, and so in that case, it's like, yeah, even the COD kill cams don't necessarily match up. And that's, that's fine. But I'm not sure if like, firstly, do we actually necessarily care? Because this, this is not really about a seamless integrated experience of you know revisiting our clips this is about like cheater detection yeah so i was wondering now and i'm I'm a you know non-technical on this but sometimes i have okay ideas i was wondering because again in PUBG, like it, it's not it, it's you can procedurally generate the replay which is how they used to do it but again things don't always line up necessarily because mm-hmm. of the, the problems but i suppose like my, my supposition here is that in principle you have three versions of the game at any one point between a 1v1 let's say okay that all kind of make logical sense in the context of that own game's kind of like information because what gets played on your screen is a result of the various inputs and outputs so the things that you do versus anything that comes in from the server the server has the real version based upon some assumptions that it makes on the client and the i guess um what's the What's the phrase I want to use? But like the the golden source, I suppose, of like what actually did happen um, and kind of like who shot first. Like if two people shoot almost at the same time, they both see their shots land and then the server decides who wins, you know? So that's kind of the ultimate arbiter. And then you've got your opposing player's side. So in in principle, you could play back procedurally all three yeah. of those different 
sets of things, right? And if it's just like super scuffed, then it'll be obvious in the replay which what's decent, what's not, because you'd see on one side one guy shoot the other first, and the other guy shoots something first, and then on the server you'd be able to see kind of like what actually happened. And this is like out of the realms of being able to deploy this to Tarkov and have people review it, but I don't see why in principle it's not impossible. Because if you had, because that's that's normally the issue with like, oh, the kill cam, it won't work because you'll have all date desync and latency in there anyway. So even if you're reviewing it back, it's not always that useful. But if you had, if you could review all copies of the game, right? Because there's three, because it's three independent ver- versions of events, really. Then it would make it a bit more obvious to see what actually happened. And all of those three versions of events should be reproducible because they were produced in the first place. One on your computer, one on my computer, and one on the server. And those three versions of events were made in the first place to come to the final determination. And it turned out that one of them was wrong or whatever. So you died, but and on my screen, I ended up winning or, or whatever. But you'd be able to see and say, okay, well, this is this is the order in what happened, and this is how it looked, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe an interesting thing. I don't think it's like practical, technically, but you know what I mean. Like if you could see the player that killed, if you could still see the player that killed you, you could see their like command queue or whatever. You know, they move forwards by one centimeter. They ADS weapon. They shot weapon. They received hit from server. You know, that, that, this kind of thing. It's like their their order of events, and then you'd be able to tell more easily maybe whether whether it was desync cheat something else i don't know i mean just, I don't, just a concept yeah i don't know either i mean i feel like the recreation would be only the server data not the individual clients why though it wouldn't have to be well your client could just your client could just record would, that series of instructions though yeah, I guess it You'd have could, three sets of instructions. Then, well, You'd have one set of instructions from me, one from you, so and you one from the server. So you would switch different instruction sets? Well, it would, be three, it would be three replays. It would be three versions of events. You'd have to I watch see. all three. Okay, And have the ability maybe. to maybe slow-mo and play them side-by-side side or something. Because like, yeah. all it is is a series of instructions you just play through right. the game engine. And yes, they'll look different from each perspective. Right. The server will look different to you, to me. But that's the thing. You need to review all three. Otherwise, you can't tell. Yeah, you maybe. can't just look at one person's side because, like, the art player RTT could have gone up to sixty nine thousand billion mm-hmm. three hundred and sixty, and then everything just looks completely scuffed. Or remember, like, who was it who got banned? Was it Tweak? I can't remember. Someone, someone got banned because they like leaned out the window with an arsass or something, and it and looked they, like they like, flew out. Yeah, I can't remember who that was. I think it was and, Tweak. Um, or no, and they got like banned by like review or something. Or maybe it was. I can't remember who. It maybe was. it was Tweak. Yeah, I think I can't remember. If it was it Tweak that got banned, or Tweak got someone banned? Off that clip. I know Tweet did get banned <laughs> at some point, but then it, but it must like have a, been him. I'm pretty sure it was him. There was an old thread on the official forum where you used to post clips, and I don't know whether they they always said like, "Oh, people don't get banned manually in all this stuff," but like, I don't, I no one really knows like how exactly that functioned. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just for me, it's like that would be a really fantastic thing for multiple reasons um as you said you could be like oh was that desync that killed me you know like what was that sus you know you could also just like learn from your mistakes you know i mean you know if you ever like just ate in a headshot out of nowhere like from jupiter m61 from jupiter it's like well i guess i just got spotted you know i mean it's just like where was he like, sometimes you just don't see yeah. the guy and you die and you can't even see in a replay. So it would be nice to know, like, oh, okay. I mean, there could be a lot of learning opportunities, too, there. Like, but it's, uh, I feel like it's a 
big ask, and I I don't know how good of a system it would be. Because like I've I've definitely seen this in other games. I can't think of one on top of my head, but usually it's not like accurate to real life. You know what I mean? Like if it it's uh, how do I, it's like um you're it's like the updates aren't fast enough so sometimes things look a little like you're moving through water a bit um but obviously if someone's like aimbotting then it's just like they're just gonna like tick to each of the like whenever it updates they're just gonna be locked on target you know what i mean there's not gonna be like a swinging motion um yeah and that's gonna be the easiest thing to to like visually have some type of like visual evidence that okay so that was weird but on the flip side i've seen people getting false bans because of like a game bug where it looked like they were aimbotting so like in apex legends one time this streamer he there's this like uh, uh not grappling but like uh what, mounting mechanic like you, how you just like automatically jump over small ledges what's that like called? vaulting yeah vaulting thank you and um he was shooting at a guy and he vaulted and while he vaulted, his gun, like, went down, because that's just, like, the animation, and it went right on the guy's head, and just, like, one, like, because he was already shooting, and then it looked like he snapped on a different guy and killed him instantly, and it, like, if you, sh if you look at the clip, like, it just looks straight up like he's aimbotting, but, like, the context really wasn't fully there, you know what I mean? Like, no one really, like, caught onto that, and um, he eventually got it appealed, but it was kind of, like, a crazy little debacle that went on. Um, so I don't know, man. It's just like this topic. I, I don't mean to like be disrespectful to anyone, you know, or like invalidate people's feelings on the subject. But I, just for me, it's just like this stuff exists, and it's probably gonna only get worse until it's an arms race, essentially. You know? Yeah, it's an arms race, and I feel like BSG don't have enough soldiers. Yeah, is the is the thing. Yeah, no, it's 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 tricky. It's tricky. I mean, the the only the only I other mean, thing on this topic that like, go on. No, you could go on. If I, if I could just division. say one one more thing, it, is isn't Call of Duty Warzone like actually just like filled with cheaters, or is that just is that just what people like project, and that's not the reality? I don't know, but I swear, like the stigma around that game is it has like way more cheaters than than Tarkov. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, I don't no. play that game. Maybe that was at some point. I mean, again, I don't know. The only thing that I know is occasionally certain tweets float to the front of my feed and I yeah. see like Nick Merckx or someone <laughs> yeah, like complaining right, about it. Right. right. And I feel, I feel like if, if that is anything to go on, which it probably isn't at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I haven't seen any of those tweets for a while. Yeah. And I remember seeing a lot of them about three months ago. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. There was a time in the recent past where everyone was talking about that and it was, appearing on my feed despite me not playing the game and now i never see any tweets about it so it's like if there's a, if there's anything in that then maybe it's got better I, I don't know but i do remember hearing that it was plagued with cheaters at one point and then lots lots of people were saying oh it's plagued with cheaters and that. You know, other games are plagued with cheaters and i mean it is a very a very difficult thing because fps is kind of on its own like remove the tarkoviness of it yeah fps on its own is very cheatable yeah you know yeah. like mouse skills headshots whatever if you have any way of you know passing the information and clicking on people's heads you basically just automatically win like it's a lot harder to make 
cheats for like Dota 2 or like real time right. strategy or like RPG games or whatever. Like you can make like certain macros and things that do stuff. Like I've seen, what have I seen? The only one I ever really saw in Dota was kind of like instant pressing abilities when there was like people blink next to them and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. That's never going to fix your skill issue, though. This is the thing. <laughs> right, right. Because like, that's... The thing in FPS, like, first and foremost, it's your ability to click heads. And so and right. if you can, rep- you can replicate that with a PC very easily. And that's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's like what I love about FPS is like, it's a combination of like mechanical skill and like strategy. Like on, and, and I don't want to like diminish from like Dota, like Dota 2's example. But like, I feel like Dota 2, there's like so much more strategic. There's like such a big emphasis on strategy more so than mechanical skill that's probably not super accurate but i I don't something about fps like as like a preserving like my fear is like cheats are going to be like so prevalent and so rampant that like you just kill the fps genre just like technology is just like over like completely demolished the fps as an art form or some some crazy thing like that yeah, exactly. It's like you can only like, you, the only thing you see is people playing like scrims or like on LAN with like other pros or whatever, and that's it. That's the only thing you see because like all online multiplayer has just been completely destroyed. It just becomes uh, a I hacking mean, competition. Who's yeah, got the better hacks? <laughs> that's like the darkest time. Well, you know yeah. what? Like it's it's like there are some. This is a complete tangent, but there mm-hmm. are some interesting. Um, right. There are some interesting things which aren't like you know they're not they're not hacking, but they're like in the AI genre or whatever which is about exactly that you know it's um getting computers to play video games yeah. against other pcs and there's like tournaments for that kind of thing which is, <laughs> which is cool. interesting yeah it is interesting because that's again that's like that's a completely different field and mm-hmm. when that's the the domain it's actually <laughs> quite an interesting thing yeah um to witness like i remember did um, i saw there was the original oh, i can't remember what it's called now but there was that ai program that they were trying to get um to work on in in dota 2 actually is oh open ai open ai that's the yeah one. yeah i don't know where it got to now but like i saw the first iteration i don't know something i follow closely but the first iteration was like really good for its very very specific thing um just from running a billion simulations with like a neural net setup and uh it played shadow fiend like an absolute beast in mid with no items you know you could only play shadow fiend against it like it's just you know it was like very very specific and that was the first one i think it got better than that but you, d- um, you need to go watch the one where they got like a bigger hero pool and they got five five v five working and they took like some some b tier players to play against them and dude it was like so cool man i mean it's it's such a cool topic too because they have to like give them a reaction time to make them like sort of fair like human you know otherwise it just like instantly cast stuff like insane human reactions but yeah yeah it's funny because it's like you know you're saying about how it's like more strategy over mechanics and it is but like if you can perfectly land like every shot from mm-hmm. certain heroes and things it can be like super op just yeah. on its own yeah so there is there is that there is that but anyway that's it's kind of you know completely completely different thing to what we're talking about here but uh ah oh, dude um yeah what were we what were we uh what was i going to move on to oh yeah about the same topic yeah the i mean the only the only other thing about this which i think is like more community-based as well rather than just like about the cheating topic in particular is sometimes the bsg response is a bit strange like i I, some people had spoken to me recently about certain videos getting taken down which i was Mm -hmm. like oh okay here we go again like this is not really ideal because there's there's so many people talking about it i i kind of get it like i think the stance is 
if you show any like cheated discords or any like cheating gameplay in the videos, <laughs> then BSG will remove them, I think. It seems to be broadly speaking. Broadly speaking. I... But it seems only if it comes to their attention, right? Because I don't know who exactly does that. Probably the community managers. I'm not sure. Um, I think there is a bit of an exception for certain people because I know EUL Gaming had a video like a couple of months ago. And I think it's still up, but I think they did have some. Uh, back and forth with BSG on that, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to see if it's still up, but sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but I think it's only the ones that really get traction. So like, yeah, I know, um, as Chad's saying, this whole video is just playing with cheats, but they're probably from like really small subscriber accounts and stuff. So they don't really float to the surface. They probably don't get that many views. Uh, the target usually seems to be people with, you know, medium-sized to bigger audiences. Um, and I know that there's also... I think one peg said in his video, he was just like, I will probably be asked to remove this. Whether he will or not remains to be seen. I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, the, the person who I was kind of flagged up by a commenter on YouTube was very bad scav who did a video. I didn't see it cause it was gone by the time, but he had like a response video up on his channel about like it being removed and you know, him loving BSG's work and stuff and not wanting to get into a fight with him or anything like that. So he was just kind of like, sad about the situation i guess he probably just didn't even realize this could happen i guess like if you were i don't know how long he's been playing i, I really don't but like if you're mm -hmm. new to the community then like you may not know some of the stuff that's happened in the past about people's videos being taken down and usage of the the, the mca system basically which is kind of the the issue um yeah. because I, I think like Basically, from watching, from watching his video, he was confused as to why his video had been removed, why there were lots of other videos up of that type, and why it could be removed on like the basis of copyright, um, which seems to be most of, the, most of it, I think. But I, I think the point that like, some people don't seem to realize necessarily when they make these videos or, or, just, or like, just understand when they're doing it is that if you include any content of Escape from Tucker footage in any of the videos that you make, you technically have the ability to, ability to well, technically you provide BSG with the ability to launch a copyright claim against those videos to remove from the platform, and they are well within their right to do so. Not saying that they should, because I don't think they should, because personally, I just think it brings bad publicity to them, more so than the damage that it brings from the content because if people want to see the content they can in a million places so i don't think it really makes sense but it's the the way that the system works on youtube is like omega in favor of the the claimant yes um, and we saw we saw this precise problem happen with pesterly right with mm -hmm. his 12 12 days of christmas tarkov video people can just like claim random stuff Right, and this and this is and this is the thing. People can claim random stuff and take videos down, right? BSG actually own the IP that you're showing on the screen, so they can yeah. they they have like they have a le like it's totally legal for them to take to for, ask to remove that content. And in theory, they could overnight ask YouTube to take down the entirety of every video ever created on Escape from Tarkov, and they would be within their legal right to do so, which is kind of scary. But yes, <laughs> it is. Um, 
but yeah so i don't know i think that's maybe a misunderstanding that some people have about like the way that, right. that works and so that's why one peg's video is quite clever because it's just him talking which means that it can't be legally taken down for copyright because he doesn't include any bsg copy like intellectual property right. within the video he's just kind of talking about it which i don't think i don't think that counts i don't, I don't think, think that you counts can do either. that just because someone's no. referencing it in like you know with in a, in a commentary i don't think that counts so on that basis <laughs> it's kind of clever but anyway i i just think it's a I, it's it's a something to bring up i think i mean yeah i can see i can see why it might be thought of as a good idea to to take this stuff down or to launch these kind of these kind of claims or to ask well, creators to take certain well expand down. upon that why because like you like you normally see on twitter right when anybody talks about cheating ever you have one side being like it's rife creators should talk about it and on the other side people say no one should talk about it because it just incentivizes people to go and get cheats right bsg is on that side of the argument Mm-hmm. The more people talk about it, the more you showcase cheater discords, the more you make people think that everyone's doing it, the more that everybody talks about it, the more people think it's the only way to win and that everybody's doing it, so it incentivizes more people to go and do it. Could you also say it's bad, like, publicity, in a way? Like and or bad publicity and bad for their sales or, uh, as well, right? Mm-hmm. It is, because if people think that the, the game's right for cheaters, the new players aren't going to play too, so it's it's bad for what they're trying to do as a business, which... I mean, they're, they're a business. They have to think about right. that stuff too. Like, right. I, don't, I don't blame them for thinking that way. Um, but again, that's one of the reasons why I think that if they, well, that they're trying to get rid of the problem. I don't, I don't think that they're, I definitely don't subscribe to the argument that, you know, they, oh, they make more money off sales, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, that, that argument's gone around a million times. People say, you know, a lot of the times the stuff used stolen credit cards, or whatever, they don't always necessarily yeah. see the money. And like the reputational damage is like way higher than, any incremental revenue right if nikita wanted to milk bs um milk tarkov for all it was worth he he could very very easily and we've talked before about cosmetics about subscription yeah, models about all this stuff they don't many do this, other ways right? to do it many more other ways you could do it it'd be easier and more right. people would like it rather than having hackers <laughs> us all yeah. over the place right it's not the way this is not the way to do it it doesn't make sense so i can understand from their perspective how they got into that point or into that viewpoint but i just don't think it's a good look i don't personally. think it's a good look either i just don't think it's a good look and i don't think it's a good look asking people to take stuff down too because eventually someone's going to talk about it right one peg talked about you've been he's been asked in the past to take stuff down i know he's been asked to take stuff down previously about because he said about like data mining even you know releasing stuff about data mining we know logical solutions had to right. ban for like sharing information about data mining whereas it's all it's all this kind of thing um i think like veritas had his he had like um you know I think it was like over hundred k views on on a interview with a cheater or whatever and he had to take that down I think or didn't have did to he... he was asked to do so and he did uh, oh um, wow see that's interesting because I looked up EUL Gaming's because I remember them telling me about it because they have two videos one is interview with an ex cheater that has thirty six sorry thirty four thousand views a year ago and then this one interview with a EFT hacker has 236,000, or sorry, 230,000 views a year ago. And in the uh, first one that has less views, the whole video is blurred. But it's like the YouTube blur, because you can still see the top and bottom. And this is the interesting part, is like, you know, I can understand BSG wanting to... Like, it's really weird. Like, I don't know. It's like, I understand people's curiosity to want to see, like, what cheats look like. You know what I mean? 
Um, I get that. I mean, I've I've dabbled in it myself. Not in the not in Tarkov. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm kidding. Don't take me down, BSG. I'm kidding. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I I looked it up, and it you know it was natural. I think it's just like you're naturally curious. But um, I can so I can see why they may not like people showing like raw footage of cheats. You know what I mean? Like the and it's interesting too because EULs. Higher view one has cheat footage for like the first three minutes, and then it's all blurred. So I don't know because I'm I'm pretty sure they did get. Maybe they like were asked to take it down, and they like compromise of a blur. But anyways, it's an interview with two of them. But that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I swear to God, you show a YouTube Tarkov thumbnail that has like any. I mean, this video is probably gonna. <laughs> Tarkov thumbnail of a character model and like a little box around his head, little stick figure arms and like numbers on the side and like hackers. <laughs> I swear to God, if you do that, your video just gets insane amount of views. Doesn't even have to like have anything. At this like it's I don't. People are just like fascinated with it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's an obsession. I don't know. Like I don't know what it is, but I don't know where how we got here with that rabbit hole that fell down, but. Yeah, yeah, no, we were just talking about taking down <laughs> stuff. That was that was really that's really the main thing. Just t- taking down uh, certain content and it's just like I just don't think it should be the community versus BSG in that sense. I just don't feel like we're on the same side when that kind of stuff's happening. And it's yeah. like when when we're in this situation like we're in now, like there's so much but I mean I'd I'd rather it if people didn't talk about it as much, to be honest, because just because it's like well, do I? But this is, but this is the thing. People say, "Oh, but you know, we need to put pressure on BSG to like do something about it." It's just like I'm sure they already are. I don't think they That's need the, the whole community to right. just explode like a volcano. Yeah, right? like Nikita yeah. is like pained when everyone everyone talks about it on the podcast and stuff. Like he's he's pained about it. I'm sure he knows. I'm sure they're trying to do what they can. Like it's really hard. it's really hard to solve. Yeah, it's really hard to solve and just like pile driving into them like on mass as a community it's like, right. i don't think that's the right way either i mean because um, that's like, a really yeah, dangerous you know. road too because you could be like yeah oh, bsg's not doing anything well i'm gonna make them do something here's this website mm. where you can go download free cheats guys i'm not cheating i'm i'm just i'm just pushing bsg to do something about it you know what i mean there's like oh, a so really take the argument to the logical extreme yeah yeah because that's uh, the same thing I, that happens with like game breaking bugs. It's like mm. you know, there's this game breaking bug. You know, they need to fix this. I'm gonna make a video about it. I'm not referencing anything. I'm just speaking broadly. Like I remember Apex Legends. Yeah, they um, they did a uh, they had like a blog post about some like server stuff because a lot of people complain about like netcode. Believe it or not, who would have guessed in 2022 netcode was a subject in video games? But um. One of the things they were talking about too was like uh, how people like find the bug or exploit and it becomes this big topic. It's like blown way up and they like spreads like wildfire. And then like only thing that does to developers is like put them on like crunch time and just like completely screw up their whole process and system. Like it doesn't really yeah. Like you think you're doing good in a way, but you're really just hurting everyone involved. I don't know. It's it's a and I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about it, but I just, I think there's a way to talk about it. I, yeah, I agree. I, 
the the most the only important thing, the only thing that really matters, is when people feel that the cheating situation is getting worse, they have a way of finding out from the community in a way that is actually sensible. Whether that's more reports, because like think about it from BSG's perspective, right? You just like close your eyes to the community stuff, or whatever, because like they're not necessarily you know they're not certain things. They're just not plugged into the way that we are as content creators. They're just not. They're just not on it in the same way, right? They're busy doing their day jobs and stuff. So it's like if you're BSG, like how do you how do you see that there's more problems? Like yes, the community blowing up is one obvious one, but it's not necessarily the most constructive way. Any like mass increase in in number of reports, maybe I suppose you say like well, usually we get this, and then afterwards we get this. You know, it's like that. That's the only thing that really matters. Is like. Do BSG know that people think the problem is getting worse? Because if your cheat detection system isn't up to scratch, you won't report, you won't see the problem as it as it gets bigger. It might mm. even look like it's getting better because yeah. the cheats that you do know about, people stop using, and the ones that you don't know about are increasing in popularity. So it might actually look like the problem's getting solved <laughs> because you're not detecting anybody because they will be yeah. again. So you need some way of like tapping into that community. And I think the the report system is a good idea. But mm. as you were saying, like I guess people, uh, well, maybe on average, people report more or whatever. Like, I mean, supposedly, I don't know. Nikita said that your ports have weights. Like, if you, I guess he implied if you like get a lot, of, do a lot of bad reporting, then your report weights is a lot less than someone does good reporting. But yeah, I don't know. Don't know what he meant by that, or if that's even a real thing. I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? If someone right. puts in. 50 reports for, per week and one person puts in three, then I suppose those, like you, you would, you would assume that those three are probably more clear cut, but they're equally as likely to be wrong. They're just, well, the person reports less, but they're in situations where it's desync or whatever. Like you just don't know. Yeah. And, is it, know. and if the guy that reported three times got a 33% accuracy rating versus the guy that reported 50 times got a 10% accuracy rating, you know, you would, gives some type of like reporting social credit score to <laughs> to the guy of 33% hypothetically speaking. I guess if you knew if you could figure it out in that way like oh mm. this person did get banned so yeah and that gets credited to your account like if they were doing it in that systematic way yeah. and yeah that makes that kind of makes sense but um yeah like I don't report a lot right and I right. reported just, I was just like I just have to because it feels weird. I reported the dudes in the pistol guys from interchange right and they weren't hacking at all because I went went back to go and look at their Green view, and the dude was just above me and shot me in the back of the head. I read it at the time on stream, and you know, I was like busy doing whatever and like didn't read the post raid screen properly, and I didn't read it in enough detail. And I was just like, ah, oh, well, you know, if in doubt, you should always click the button because it like adds more information. If you're like, a, if you if you're reporting like reporting everybody is not helpful. Reporting nobody is not helpful. So mm -hmm. you should report like a medium number because you're going to capture some subset of the sus the sus stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't Someone, know. yeah, I mean, like some of the other weird stuff is. I'll, I'll, I'll sorry, I cut you off, but I'll very good. Say this Go ahead. Like some of the other weird stuff that I've seen around on the interwebs, though, has been about cheaters doing cheaty things, which is quite sneaky to allow them to. I, I'm assuming this is RMT people because this is kind of like smacks of RMT stuff, which allows them to disable you to then just continue on as if they didn't have any players in the raid or whatever. But then they don't kill you, so they don't get any reports either. Such as the like multiple infinite flashbang thing, which I've seen on 
I've seen a couple of screenshots of where you've got like 20 flashbang like bursts on their screen mm. and just like flashbang everybody because then you can't kill them. They cut they won't kill you. They just want the loot. They just want to leave and then make as much money as possible. Um like that's kind of sneaky, right? Because that avoids yeah. the only net trick that BSG really have for like how are they gonna report how are they gonna detect that, right? Unless they detect right. it through battle eye, there's no reports. Yeah, These you people can't never report. really engage in combat. Like you mm-hmm. could do like a couple of random raids and get killed or maybe get a few kills or whatever. So I, I don't know. It's just like, how do you detect that one? And, and then you don't have any reports for it or anything. It's like the the further question of that is like, what does reporting actually do? You know, does it get sent to someone's inbox? Is it like a database? And then when they get a lot of reports yeah. on the guy, like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was gonna say earlier, someone said um, when we were talking about the social credit score for your reporting, someone said they create a negative loop where bad detecting causes people who encounter cheaters more get blacklisted it's like if you were really bad at detecting cheaters through your ports you would your hypothetical weighted score would keep decreasing and then you would basically be punished for that which is interesting yeah, i didn't really think about if that if you encounter more such situations and if you're in certain regions that get like well if they have more hackers then you may end up but like, yeah because you're doing more like... reports. but if they were successful then it would be okay if it if there's that you know, feedback if, if you are encountering is. bad, okay, here's the, here's the scenario. If you're like constantly reporting everyone, then that scenario really shouldn't happen because if you were to encounter more cheaters more often, you report everyone so you would get them eventually. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I don't skill issue. Get good at detecting cheaters. <laughs> I swear, there, there, we all have that one friend that's just like reports everything. He's like, I don't know, guys. That guy's kind of sus. White name. I don't know. I, I mean, dude, I did it. Like I said earlier in the podcast, yeah. I did it earlier. I was my friend said sus, and I was pissed off at the breathing bug. I was like, Yep, I'm reporting that guy. He's a white name. I don't care. I'm mad, dude. Uh-huh. Like I probably wasn't cheating. Most definitely. Yeah, so, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, what can you do, right? Like, do your best to be constructive and tell BSG if it's getting worse in by, by sending the reports in. I, if people are getting, like, I think some of the problems that people have had is because they're being, like, harassed on stream by people who are streaming cheats and are no, known to be streaming cheats or whatever, and they've been, like, live on Twitch for, like, multiple days or whatever and haven't seen anything been done about them. I can see those people being very frustrated, but I think those situations are very niche. Um, I know that there was a post. Oh, I probably I probably can't find it now. I didn't pre-prepare this one, but I know Tobias said something um, on uh, on on somebody's Twitter. This is Tobias Solom, ex ex community manager for for BSG, who left relatively recently to go to Blood Hunt. But you know, he was oh yeah, he Tobias. was very yeah, he was. Um, he was very, you know, vocal on on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. So right, let me see if I can just find. Let me fi- see if I can find it because it was quite interesting. It was about somebody streaming and quote unquote nothing being done about it. Right, whether that was or not, I don't know. But I remember he was like, in my time, like the the short summary was, in my time as a community manager, mm-hmm. I remember one guy one dude being banned like four times or something <laughs> and like it looks like he's just continuing to stream but he's like playing different accounts or whatever, something along those lines um i'm just kind of paraphrasing because i as i said i don't i don't have it uh i don't have it to hand i don't think but no because 
I mean, Tobias has got some like interesting replies. Like OnePeg's obviously been really active on it. Forty One's been really active on it, and and Tobias has like written back on quite a few people because it's like okay, so here's the post from Trent, right, where he's paraphrased OnePeg had said, "I asked if there's anything we could do to help curb the specific issue." Um, and then he said, like, yeah, try not advertising the discords where they're sold. Using your platform to get free advertising to cheat sellers is not the way. Um, it's just like, the, that's just the, we have the same argument going round and round and round every time. Um, the thing that I like about Tobias's takes usually on this stuff is that mm-hmm. he's very thoughtful about these things. Yeah. And he usually comes up with a very, like, a level-headed, like, non-emotional, sensible response to this kind of stuff. I wish I could no find this, this post from him. But anyway... I can't, I can't find it, but yeah, he basically said like, yeah, certain people have been banned like multiple times. It looks like nothing's been happened, but you know, they've, they're just like cycling accounts or whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. They're able to enable the stream just to look like it's continuing to go on and no one cares, you know, BSG don't care. Like no one's doing anything. And he was like, you know, it's like constant firefighting trying to get these people removed off Twitch, right? They're getting a viewership because people, as you said, people are morbidly curious about this kind of thing. Cause it's like behind the curtain of which they will never tread themselves. They're just like curious to see what it looks yep. like. Like what does it what does it even look like, the interface and stuff? Like how does it even how does it even function? Yeah. Um so yep. that's why people are interested in it. And so it's no surprise that it gets us, you know, an audience until they get removed. But yeah, I don't know. It's like it's 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 tough. It's tough. I think it's unfair to say that BSG are doing nothing. It's I do like, think it's unfair to say that, but it's a problem that needs to be solved. So yeah, we just have to we just have to like what can we do? Report people, and what can we do? Right yeah. at the end of the day, I don't worry about it that much because what that's, can I do? That's the thing, and that's why I, the only thing I can do is just ask for better tools. And I mean, I don't. I mean, or you know, become a freaking an entity developer. I mean, there's really not much to do. I mean, I was gonna yeah. say like when it comes to like peeking behind the curtain, it reminds me of like the live leak videos like someone like breaking into a store like caught on cctv like you know most people <laughs> wouldn't break into a store but everyone's like kind of curious to see like it happening you know what i mean so you just like kind of like peek behind the curtain to see like oh shit this guy's breaking into a store yeah yeah exactly now the the other the only other thing because I, I don't want to talk about this forever but the yeah, only other thing that i wanted to yeah i know I didn't think there was going to be as much to say, but it's just, it's crazy. But um, mm-hmm. the only other thing I wanted to say, the last thing was about, um, I think Clean said, like, bring back the manual review process. And as few people have raised this as a suggestion, like, bring back the manual review process for people, a panel of people to review clips or whatever. The only way that would work is if you could see all three perspectives, like I said, right? Yeah. Because you're going to end up false banning people otherwise when that... silly stuff happens to the servers manual bans there's it's inedible for false positives and it's too much work it's, right yeah i mean there's now, too many people yeah i don't i don't know what he means by a panel if it's like an in-house bsg panel i'm a little bit more okay with that um maybe than like a a uh you know some like i don't know i i just like I'm sure BSG does manual bans, or at the very least, they like probably ping. They probably have like a Slack channel, and they ping BattleEye and like, hey, you know, this guy's hacking on Twitch. Like, can we do something about it? I wouldn't be surprised, but um, yeah, I just I don't know. I'm a it's it's yeah, I'm not crazy about manual reviews. Um, like I'm okay with like people s- submitting like. Suspicious activity, 
and having like an uh, authority look into it, but like a panel of people, like I don't know, I just like that's like not in house, which I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's what Clean. He probably doesn't mean that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. You have been found wanting by the Council of Tarkov. Be gone from this community. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. It's. It's tough, man. Like I said, false positives are a thing. It's unfortunate. It's like you got to pick your poison, man. So, anyways, I think we've yeah. beat this horse. I'm, to I'm death. done on this topic. I just yeah. So I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm I know. Bored. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of cheating, <laughs> bunny hopping, dolphin diving, Ferrari peak, more inertia. Free move. Wait, no. What's what's the phrase? This changes everything. Movement hacks. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Like inertia is a joke. I'm running around in. You know, no inertia. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There do seem to be. There's been a whole. And and this is like this is an easier topic for me because it's more kind of like it's it's all in game stuff, right? It's based on the mechanics in game, and you can you can argue about what is or isn't intended. But mm. I think it's important for people to find these things. Because people will eventually, ultimately, yep. and um, we're, it's a even more important than Tarkov because it's a beta, right? So yep. no one should really care about you're winning, losing, whatever. It all gets wiped anyway. So let's find out these problems sooner rather than later. Um, but I think yeah, Big Easy's back at it, and a, a few <laughs> other people making some funny videos. His was the first one that I saw actually, yeah. the Bunny Hop one where he was in the reserve underground and he going like and he does like this yeah. jump jump and go sprays the guy down i was like what is this this is insane yeah um so that was that was like pretty funny and then since then i've seen a few others appear um and there's a couple of there's a couple of guides as well and i know those have got kind of um those got mixed reception you know depending on where you stand on it whether you think that people should be showcasing these as like mechanics you know even though they're probably unintended but um, you get end up going down the rabbit hole of like whether it, whether the onus is on the player or on the devs and what kind of glitches you know yep. um, the player has the responsibility for not using and it's it's not necessarily that clear cut I don't think like I also know, think it's me, not super it's like, sorry it's to onto the player off. right but but it's, sorry it's onto the on the devs I think but like things like being able to see through walls by leaning through and stuff like that right, right. It's like some of those situations feel kind of obvious that you know you probably don't want to be doing that kind of yeah. thing. But um, it's the the impact a, of the, line. Yeah. the exploit. You know, how severe is this? Is this gonna mm-hmm. like completely like if you if there was a, a bug for duping items and it just got spread like wildfire, like that would just completely ruin the wipe economy, right? Like probably wouldn't want yeah. to probably wouldn't want to share that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. I wouldn't be surprised if she took down your videos on YouTube. But um, yeah, I feel like it's not that severe. Um, I'm not saying it makes it okay. And that it should be in the game because it's not severe. I'm I'm just saying I just yeah, to your to adding to that point you were making there. Yeah, exactly. So so the bunny I don't know, have you tried any of these? I'm actually not bothered. I can't even really be bothered yeah, to try I'm them. Kind of the same boat. I did I was messing around with the Ferrari P because I was curious because I like could I had it happen to me a couple times on accident. I don't really understand why, but there's some Okay. There's, it's it has to do with um, smooth leaning and sidestepping. I believe, at least for me, for what I found, I, I managed to get it down. I had to change a couple of my keybinds, and um, I don't think I can do it with my old keybinds, which I'm using. So I probably won't be doing this unless I can figure out how to do it with the old keybinds. But anyways, you like slow lean, and then if you like have it set up to where your um, sidestep is. Um, 
press and not like continuous because mine's on continuous. Like you have to hold it, and once you release, then it undoes it. Um, you can like you basically start a side lean um, in the opposite direction, like a, a sorry, a smooth lean in the opposite direction, so like left, and then you tap. I, I think you release, tap the sidestep to the right. Release instantly. No, I think you hold. Okay, sorry, I messed this up. You hold the smooth lean <laughs> to the left. Then you tap the sidestep to the right, and you, and then you let go of the smooth lean, and you'll do like an instant, basically instant, uh, right side peak. Essentially, it doesn't give you all the way there because you still got a few inputs of the smooth lean left. So you do like this really quick right peak, and then you start to slowly lean left a bit so you don't get all the way out but you get really fast and you can spam it too i was messing around i put a video up in um the scab talk theory crafting discord channel just to troll someone um but yeah it was it, it seems pretty good i just it's like like you said it's just a little too much for me to like it's probably gonna get patched here in like a couple months maybe maybe next swipe so i'm i'm not too worried about it but the do the bunny hop stuff, the dolphin diving stuff. I just think that's hilarious, dude. I think that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I think it's funny. I don't think it's necessarily like game breaking. Only a very small minority of people are going to do it. I watched Vanguard's video on it, which is the one dude. that I was referring to, with people being like, you know, kind of torn about it. But as he yeah. said in that video, right, unless you do it perfectly, you're just going to end up like stood in the middle of the corridor and die. So you have to yeah. like. It, it's kind of um, again, it's a skill issue, but uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that I'm probably going to be practicing and doing all the time, but it's quite it's quite funny to be able to see people do that bounce across the across the corridor. And a lot of this stuff, though, all comes back to this um, what we talked about a while back. You know, when Jesse did the interview with the Chads, where they all said left side lean, you know, swapping shoulders is critical for the game. A lot of this stuff. I mean, that's one of the biggest points that he made in his vid. Actually, was like it's a it's a way to rather than just doing the sprint look you can cross over and get the yeah. right, right hand peak over a corridor or something without, you know, especially on like slightly wider corridors where you can't just like yep. sprint bunny hop or whatever. It gives you that extra jump to be able to get across the other side so you can then right lean peak. So people just like won't bother doing a lot of this stuff if they can left lean peak out with the, in their other shoulder instead, I, I feel. Uh, a lot of it's all, because it's still all right peak behavior, right? Yeah. But it, it is quite funny because you showcase the one where you do, you do, you run, you do the bunny hop and you turn and then you jump and you get the extra momentum. It's like when you do the double jump any normally forwards. It's the same thing, but you're just looking looking sideways. It's nothing that complicated, but I guess with the inertia changes, it's kind of amped it up a little bit. But then the funnier one is the, the jump out, but then you get the double jump, you can go backwards. You can go back the way that you came and you can go and then immediately like jump off the floor and bounce back around the corner. So you're just hidden again, Dude. which is kind of nuts. Like, I'm not sure how powerful it is, ah. but... That one looks really strong to me, dude. I think could... one thing is it just like messes up people because they're not yes. expecting to have to target you that way, right? Exactly. That's the thing, right? Because you normally you're tracking something. This one can make some of the like AI fighting really hard because they'll just like instantly sprint around. And that's essentially what's happening here. You're instantly changing your direction. It's like the old AD strafe meta. But not only that, they're jumping. So they're in an arc. So you'd have to, tr you'd have to anticipate. This is the thing. It's a 50 50. Is he going to. Really, it's there's a lot of scenarios, but is he gonna arc to the continue arcing the same path, or is he gonna arc back to the opposite direction? And it's an instant transition. So to me, 
it seems really strong and like when you compound with like max strength you get like the extra jump height so you get extra air time so you can shoot more bullets in the air if your laser on a flashlight or whatever like it honestly that part looked really strong and yeah. all these movement hacks inertia no inertia sorry i hit my mic and all the other stuff i think what's gonna happen is like three months from now if it isn't fixed everyone's gonna be doing this stuff it's gonna be like skill issue get good at the game <laughs> lol what and the dolphin dive one someone said in chat earlier that it's really annoying and i that one i do think is pretty yeah I, they're all they're all pretty bad but um the thing with that's that one people are one. saying yeah because i think your hitbox gets completely scuffed is what people i've seen people say i don't know how true that is but because you do this weird like, animation yeah. like to explain it briefly you one, one pig has a video on this if you haven't seen it which is pretty good i saw it where he explains the uh the bunny hop and dolphin diving but um the dolphin diving one you do something like you you sprint you jump as soon as you jump because basically how it seems like they brought back the bunny hopping where you could jump off your left foot to get like an extra movement speed boost in the air if you will but anyways so you do that you jump and as soon as you jump you hit prone and your character like your little character on the bottom left your stance will actually go prone but you'll be like dolphin diving in midair and then if you, while that's happening, while you're in air dolphin diving, if you, if you're, when you land, if you can't actually go prone, your character will like model will bug out and do this weird, crazy stuff, dude. And you won't prone. But if you can go prone, then you will prone as soon as you land. But you're dolphin diving through the air the whole time. It It's really, really messed up. And I'm really concerned about the hitbox stuff. And then the desync and the, the networking and how that all works. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, the takeaway that I've seen from the couple of clips. I've not seen like an extensive amount of the dolphin dive stuff. I watched yeah. a bit more of the, the bunny hopping, but the dolphin dive stuff, it's like from the player's perspective who's on the receiving end of it, it's like really, it's really scuffed. You have no idea what to aim at. Like the guys move, and this is this is another thing that it messes with your like mental heuristics right like human brains are pattern seeking experts right that's what we like yep. doing and we like repetition and seeing a scenario a thousand times and once you've seen that scenario so many times you get used to the way that things are it's like it's the reason we are the way we are and the reason why when something very small changes in a video game that nobody else would normally notice once you've played four thousand hours or whatever you go oh that's different or like or something slightly different it's the reason why people are just like freaking out dropping a gun <laughs> you know, they drop a gun on the floor and there's a new sound yeah. and it's just like everybody's yeah. just like you know crapping themselves because it's like <laughs> yeah. you know, a normal player would just be like someone who's getting into the game oh the weapon sound okay cool but like because you're not expecting it and then it happens right. that's what messes people up and so this is like defying everybody's expectation no one's expecting the guy to suddenly like almost fly horizontally through the air and like bug out on the floor it's just like because of that it makes your brain like stop for a second and by that point you're dead because your brain's trying to figure out this like new situation that doesn't fit into the pattern of before it's like the classic um we're gonna go off on like psychology now this is like the classic pickpocket thing of where they like it's kind of the same they come up to you in the streets and they like oh they like ask you for the time and they ask you for something so like super normal and because you're like paying attention to that they like you know they've, they've taken stuff before you even like notice because your brain's like preoccupied or whatever I guess it's not really the same thing. Maybe that was a bad analogy. Maybe that was a terrible analogy, in fact. It kind anyway, of works. It kind of works. You see, you sort of see where I'm, I'm coming yeah, yeah. from a little bit. Um, because you're you're trying to... you're Now now you're trying to deal with... So that's kind of... Well, I guess that's the opposite way around. It's like, 
occupying the brain with something that's easy for it so that it then doesn't notice other weird stuff happening. Whereas this is the other way. This is like you have like a, a sort of inbuilt latency in your brain because something unusual is happening. Right. And you can't react to it on muscle memory because your brain doesn't know what to do. Yes. Because it doesn't look like any of the situations that you've been in before. Mm-hmm. And so it's freaky. So the bunny hopping thing is annoying because it makes the targeting much harder. Because like normally if you're targeting people's heads, like, yeah, they could be crouching, sure. But most of the time people can are just tracking people left to right. But yeah, as you said, you know, they're going up as well. You're adding a whole nother axis of like irritating aiming. Whereas with this dolphin diving one, it's like they just turn into this weird shape. <laughs> Yeah. And you just don't know what to aim at. You don't know what's going on. You don't know where they're going to land. Like it doesn't, it defies all expectations of the things we've seen in the game, which is why it's so hard to counter. You know, it's mm-hmm. so hard to counter something that you've never seen. And people will get better at countering it, I'm sure. And it may, in the end, end up just being kind of dumb. You know? Yeah. Like people, it could once be. people have seen it three or four times, they might go, oh, well, I know that this guy's just going to land on the floor there. Yeah. So if I just, if I just aim at where he's going to be, right. he's just going to be lying there like a, you know, like a block of stone just on the floor prone. And I'm just going to headshot him. Like that may be the end result. It may be that the hitboxes are screwed up and it's impossible. And by the point that they land on the floor, you're dead. I don't know. It could go either way. But right now, because it's so new, I think people could be dying from it and getting really frustrated. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see. Yep. Yeah. I think that, I think that's basically it for the yeah. movement mechanic. I hope. There's like a, you know, hot fix patch coming up here because I don't want to play late wipe where everyone's doing. I mean, maybe people won't be doing this stuff, but this is the thing is like right now, I feel like I'm not where I like I'm not. I'm not really interested in that. You know, it's more like I've been maxing my gameplay thing, if you will. PvP as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really there. But like late wipe, that's kind of like the thing is the PvP. And like if this becomes more popular, it sort of like raises the mechanical skill bar, if you will, so then like now it's like, great, I gotta learn these new mechanics just to compete, and then it's gonna get patched at whatever, but I, that's why I kind of hope, I don't, you know, we don't have to go through that phase. It may not be that bad, but who knows, man. I I, I really think, I, I kind of want to try the bunny hop thing, because I feel like that, that could be really, that that's like, the Friday peak was like, eh, okay. I haven't tried the dolphin diving one, but now I kind of want to try the bunny hopping one to see what the, that's all about. The thing, the thing about all of this, right? The Ferrari yeah. Peak is like min maxi PvP. Like, could be kind of just you know give you an edge. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I'm not sure if I could be bothered. <clears throat> dolphin diving thing is just kind of weird. The bunny hopping thing looks fun as hell when you're the one doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it looks so trick shotty. Yeah. It's like somebody just you know like suddenly turning up just like flipping up a skateboard grinding along the thing and then headshotting <laughs> you as they come past you know it's like such a like it's such a trick yeah. shot that's why it's so funny that's why bake easy loves it right because it's yeah it's so it's so much like it looks really fun it's like super arcade gameplay mm-hmm. and it's weird to see it in tarkov but I'm, I'm, obviously we see that kind of thing more often than not as mm-hmm. people figure this kind of stuff out so i don't know but that's the thing like i look at those clips and then they make me smile right watching people discover these things so I don't know. Maybe that's the one that may get more traction than anything else because it looks fun to at least just try and give it a go. This reminds me of something. Have you had any issues? I saw this in a Jesse Kazan video and it, it has happened to me before. You know, outside of two-story dorms, there's the trash bags on the back where you jump into the bathroom. Have you had any issues getting into that bathroom window? I normally have lots of issues getting into that window 
even when no one else was having a problem. And this wipe, I seem to be able to get in there quite easily relative, yes, compared okay. to usual. And I don't know whether that's because normally my strength is just like anemic, because it usually is. And this wipe is the first wipe. Everyone's got high, you know, slightly higher strength. So I've had to try and learn how to jump into that damn thing with like nine strength, because I hardly ever go into, into raid overweight, or I haven't in the past. And this wipe, I'm like, yeah, I'm like feeling, feeling real tough with my, you know, whatever it is, like 18 strength or something. I'm like... Or 20, I must, I might even be like 24 strength or whatever. That's crazy. Like, I, I used to finish wipes like this, right? Yeah. So for me, like I'm jumping higher than ever. Like crazy. I'm because yeah. I'm a really quite light kit kind of guy. And I'm a I'm a bank robber, two mags, a car kit, and a you know, and a and a and a vest kind of dude, you know, with a gazelle as well, right? So like I'm not a heavyweight um runner usually. So in in the previous wipes, it was a real effort for me to get strength personally, but just because of the way that I like to play, I tend to like to play light and and fast and, and budget as well. And the, those things normally all go hand in hand. Um, whereas, yeah, this wipe is actually a bit better. So for me, I've actually found it slightly easier getting in there. I have had a, a struggle once or twice, um, but I would say like three out of every four times I can probably get in on the first try. But it mm. it does feel more like every time I do it, I'm just like, oh, every time. Like it's yeah. not like I'm expecting to get in there, you know, but it does seem an overwhelming number of times I've been able to get in. Why Have you been having issues? Yeah, and, that, and the reason why I brought up is because you know they changed jumping this patch you know it, it with the bunny hop and with the animations i feel like jumping is a little more magnetic -y, but like sometimes it doesn't work in your favor like it's the animations we're thinking right I, I don't know i don't know but anyways i just i was curious what your experiences were because i saw jesse had was you know talking about it and i've had issues like with the trash bags into the bathroom i mean i noticed that if you don't hug the wall and do it, it's a, it's easier, but I used to be able yeah. to hug the wall and do it. Yeah. I don't it... hug the wall at all. I go up the, there's a little chair. Yeah. Cause you, you can do the chair. Yes. I'd go up the little yes. chair and jump that way. Yeah. Um, that's how you do it now. Whereas you used to just be able to hug the trash bags. At least I'm from what I can recall. Whereas now it feels like it's, they changed jumping. Cause like sometimes I notice when I jump on stuff, it's almost like I don't have to hold the key. He'll just sort of like jump up and then like slide over sometimes. But I feel like when I'm hugging the trash bags in the wall and jumping up there, he's not sliding over. <laughs> like it's weird anyways. Because yeah, I, I swear have... like I've jumped on stuff and then like I've completely like slid over it. Not like the weird glitchy slide thing, but like he's just like walking over. I don't know. It's I can't really explain it well, but um. Yeah, I don't really know because someone else um, was talking to me about jumping as well, just saying that like the jump has, has changed a little bit or whatever. Like I haven't really it noticed it myself, different. but I'm uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you know what's changed exactly with jumping? I'm not sure. Not not any no one numbers. seems to really know exactly what the what the has happened, but lots of people have said like, oh, it's different. Something something's different. It's different but no one can yeah. really quite quantify exactly exactly what. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's, it's weird. I I've I've had the you just reminded me. I've had the weird slidey glitch. Mm-hmm way more often this wipe than i normally do mm. i don't know what happened i had it in customs office like in what? big red it was so weird i was having a fight with a duo and it fortunately didn't get me killed but i <laughs> ran up the step they were inside the office i ran up the staircase i opened the door i shot at the first guy mm -hmm. killed killed the first guy i then didn't go down the stairs i like ran across so where I guess if you're looking at the door from the outside, if you go right, there's more of the platform to the right-hand side, and you can jump down yeah. to the stairs from there. So I ran straight right to reload, 
tried to jump down onto the stairs so I could come back up again and just went like slid across the back wall and I was like am I going to get off this before the stairs finish like I might just I might just fall you know yeah eight feet and break both my legs here but fortunately I managed to finish just at the railing and I was like geez that was crazy and then there was one the other day on Lighthouse um one of the first couple of raids that I ended up playing on Lighthouse and um, I was trying to escape from this player scout who actually ended up killing me which was really annoying and um but I jumped up this rock and I'd aggroed the rogues at this point and I was just like and I was like no 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 like coming like going like cresting over the apex of the hills over over the uh over the water the water treatment facility and i was like i'm actually gonna just die here i'm just gonna ski right into these dudes like 45 degrees up this hill this is insane oh my god so um yeah it was it was absolutely nuts um it was absolutely nuts so i've had that i've had it twice and it's nearly killed me two two times and it's they're long slides. It's not just like a yeah. little mini slide and, and then we go. It's like I'm locked for like four to like four seconds or something. I can't I can't move. I can't change my I can't change my direction. I'm moving. Not under my own volition. I'm just going the way that I was originally. And now I am just stuck. Um it's yeah. It's been it's been really weird. So I need to be really careful on a lot of surfaces. <sighs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's 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 I can't explain it. It's different. I don't know what about it yeah. but um anyways yeah okay i have 15 strength it's not as high as i, as I said it's only 15 strength oh well we should talk I about weight and in, in another uh another yeah we cast. can talk about weight it's, it's pretty interesting i've done way. some thinking about weight but yeah, yeah that's more more generic i guess um should we move on to the next topic yes yeah, so that kind of good about inertia and weight and yep. mechanics and whatever so i guess we had a teaser of a gun that i don't really know much about the SR2, which I think is, I mean, what does what does what does Wikipedia say about this about this weapon? I guess it's like a machine pistol type type thing. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a personal defense weapon um, for the Russian army, I think. And uh, I know it obviously. I mean, it fires the shrimp rounds. I'm about to pull out the stats. I mean, this gun's yes. got me interested. I mean, they I teased the it before shrimp rounds up as well. <laughs> oh, you have the what? <laughs> I had the shrimp rounds up as well. Yeah, it's just pulling it because I, yeah, dude. Because uh, they teased this before, like, I don't know, last, sometime last swipe. And then now they've, like, seemed to have it way more developed. Because I forget, was it like, I think it was just on Twitter. It was on their Instagram. I think it, maybe they also did a video on their Instagram. But um, anyhow, they were starting off some animations and some screenshots of it, some modeling. And um, it's in my. Hypothesis. I mean, I have to look at the rate of fire of the gun. So nine, if this is accurate, which I assume it is, nine hundred fifty rounds per minute, according to the wiki, um, that fires nine by twenty-one rounds, which go in the shrimp. Now, if you put some BT in there with thirty-nine pin, also it has minus four percent recoil as a modifier. That's interesting. The thirty-nine pin. Enough, but... Yeah. Probably not, but 39 pin, 63 damage, 950 rounds per minute. That's like better than FMJ and MP7. No? It is, but what I think the the gun that we need to compare it to is 45 AP, 70 damage and 38 pen, which is basically the same but better. Yeah. And goes in the UMP and into the vector. Yeah. So if you want it more controllable, you go for the UMP. If you want to just like time to kill someone to 
utter annihilation you put it in the vector it's basically going to be the same i imagine it's just going to be you know it's going to feel like the kedder firing apap sorry 45 ap that's yeah, what i imagine it was going I to feel like do you think the recoil might be a little bit more kettery you know less mp7 more kettery like a little bit more kick but yeah that's just a guess i mean who knows it could be an absolute laser beam i don't know yeah who knows it depends on what stats they put on it in the yeah i mean <laughs> even the, behind the scenes even firing the p rounds from prepper 2 uh 18 yeah i mean that's not i guess it's pretty bad that's like it's pretty bad. Like yeah. ACP match is seventy six twenty five. Just run the ump, <laughs> dude. Are run, you an like, ump for the swipe? I'm not. I've not. I've not used it at all. I okay. get shot at with it all the time. Yeah, get, like yeah. laser Everyone's match constantly. Ump, I get, yeah, I've, I'm hardly using it because I'm doing other stuff normally. Okay, I'm like using using other other guns, and um, I just think AC. It's just like forty five AP is really expensive. Yeah, um, I mean, I've seen I'm just that's, trying different stuff. I've seen people talking about the ump and it's too too strong i mean i think it's really good early wipe but as you say you know the good ammo is eight dollars for a single round the suppressor is like as expensive as the gun itself yeah. i mean grant the gun's cheap i guess it's like what 45k or something i don't know maybe mm. i don't know 25 rounds like i just i don't know i don't really think it's like i mean i do think I think it's, it's cost effective, there. but yeah, I'm not I, sure I think it's, it's up there in the meta. Like, I think it's very good. Yes, it's it's seven hundred and fifty five dollars to buy a hundred, so it's seven dollars fifty five mm. per per round. So yeah. it's not that, but it's like eight hundred rubles, yeah, roughly, very roughly. I mean, a bit more than that, but very very roughly, which is in the realm of you know, in the realm of sensibility. It's not not over a thousand or whatever. I don't know. I just think I do think it's very good. If you if you just want to brainlessly pick something, that's the gun. You know what I mean? Like you don't have yeah. to think too much when shooting it. Like sometimes you will lose the time to kill battle with it. That's the thing. Yeah. Sometimes you will lose that battle, but most of the time in Tarkov it doesn't come down to that because people just you see them, they see you, and then you die. Someone dies immediately, or someone just snags a headshot or whatever. Like often it doesn't end up coming down to this. As much as I like, love to nerd over all the mechanics and look at like, oh, one extra hit here and the frag chance means it's a two shot rather than a three <laughs> shot. Like most of the time it doesn't come down to that, right? Yeah. It's like, and the beauty of it is that it does the thirty eight penetration that you would get from. I mean, it's actually even slightly better than fifty six A one in that basis, but you get seventy damage. So you basically get both best of both worlds. Like people yeah. die incredibly quickly with that i mean even if you were going to leg meta with it which you're not but it's only seven shots right people viable for people trying to use on a budget admittedly not you know they're not going super super hard on it but sp7 for example which i think is that that's six it's six shots like it hardly it doesn't really make that much difference really so as i said not that you would end up using it for that but i just think that there's all the just general spray damage eventually it's going to kill you and that's the thing like match is great but match doesn't have enough pen once people wear class four yeah as per like the video that i did but that's why acp just wrecks my buddy he got a bit of a late start to swipe he really wasn't sure he was gonna play but he they always they always come back you can't you can't escape tarkov 
Yeah. And um, he's been using the yump because it's in his mind that's he he hasn't found flash drive, so he can't run any five five six guns in his mind. Like I mean, which I don't blame him. You know, M eight five five. You might as well just run the uh, FMJ forty five, right? Um, yeah. he doesn't like DMRs, single fire guns. So, and even then, he can't get M eighty. So. It's like PS from AKs or PP from AKs, you know, 545 five or 762. And both those guns have pretty high recoil. The 545 the, the five AKs, not so much. Um, but it's like that's his only options, right? It's like those guns. And yeah, it's just like why run anything else and just use the ump, you know what I mean? So like, I, for the, but, but the thing is he's having so much trouble killing players. It's, it's, it's kind of, cause everyone's got class four. So it's like, I don't know. You really have to pick your poison there, but as a general, it will get through it eventually. Um, if not the raw flesh damage probably will, if you hit him in the arms and legs enough, but anywho, yeah, I was just curious what you thought the thing. about the, yeah. ump, if it's like, yeah. if you think it's like really that busted. Cause I just feel like, yeah, it's good when you put 45 AP, that's $8 around, but you could also put that in a 45 vector. You know what I mean? You could also yeah. buy BP. You know, you could also buy yeah. X. You know what I mean? It's just like, unless I, they're saying it's good for the cost effectiveness of it, excluding 45 ACP. You know what I mean? But I just, I, I mean, you got to have something that's decent. For the low level player, I would think, you know, that's kind of why we have yeah. PS at Prepper 1, right? Yeah, it's like my take on it right now is that so, because I mean, the progression that I've done so far pretty much was, and because I've been in lockstep with the patch, it's not like mm -hmm. I'm joining late to anything because I think my solutions would be different if I was joining late, but I went like PPSH really early, then into 545 AKs. This is predominantly. Um, and then Pretty much use that. Well, I'd use a bit of the. Well, did I use the UMP a bit? No, not really. I, I pretty much used 545 AKs like right up until getting 56A1. Kind of switched over yeah. at that point. It'd be interesting actually to go back, but that was basically it. But that's that's the problem. Like I wouldn't use the UMP now if you're if you're starting now, because the the beauty now, like the the sweet spot and the timing of the UMP now is because Peacekeeper Three is such an early trader relative to the other traders right he's level is it 34 yeah 30. i think it's level 34 which is not that bad really and you put the ap stuff in the ump it's like incredibly cost effective and everybody dies and lots of people are still wearing class four this is the thing like the reason why you don't put fmj in there is the reason why acp works so well and i do think that it's kind of once you get to peacekeeper three, it's kind of the brainless option. Yeah, I do think it's better than ninety percent of the other weapons without doing anything. You don't even need to really put a foregrip on it if you don't want to. Just literally buy the gun, put the rounds in. The iron sights are actually all right, but you can obviously put a, a EOTech or something on it if you you want to. But you could run, you could literally use it as is. You don't need to do anything to it. It's it's all about because because it's. Because its controllability is so high in the full yeah, auto spray, because the fire rate is so your, low. Your other option would be like MDR with five MDR six A one because you can't get five five A one, right? 
No, not until Peacekeeper in Gear 4. And you don't have BP because you did, well... Because oh, that's locked behind Grenadier now. Yeah, or which you is level 30. Grenadier's a pain, though. Grenadier's is is BP on Prepper 4 or Prepper 3? I think it's still Prepper 3. Hmm, that's kind of crazy. Okay, mm, so like is. BP's kind up, of but... a maybe. But it's a hundred. But see, it's hundred and thirty. Or farm it some other way. It's sorry. It's a thousand three hundred twenty rounds from Prapper, and the craft is going to be expensive. I'm pretty sure, and oh, takes yeah. forever, and you only get hundred twenty. So I, yeah, I see what you mean. It's, it's brainless because the gun's cheap. You buy the ammo. It's probably one of the better ammos that you have good access to. Because other than that, you would have to go seven six two PS or M eighty. I guess you could do M80. What are you going to put it in? You can't. Yeah. You can't SR25. pull it M80 until you're like. Yeah, but I mean, you could put it in SR, but like, there's a different proposition then. Yeah, the guns are more. You, know, you expensive. try using an SR in dorms and stuff. The guns yeah, are more expensive. Yeah. Like the guys just going to pre-fire you with on ACP. It. Like, yeah. He's going to pre-fire you with 45 around yeah. the corner. It's okay. Like, yeah. So BP craft is like 870 right now. It seems. So then you have to add like opportunity cost on that. I've been adding a, a rough. Like oh, you've 40k got... opportunity cost. <laughs> Something like that. But you have to divide that by the number of rounds, obviously. So that's mm -hmm. like 333. So you add that onto the 870. So it's like it's roughly 12. Yeah, it's roughly 1200 when you take opportunity mm -hmm. cost into account. Very roughly. Like as a nice. super, super quick rule of thumb. So I mean, it's not that much. It's not that yeah. bad. But then you've got to put the BP in something. Who are you going to put it in? Right. You can't buy the mutant. You can buy Maybe the RD. It the RD that costs 112k. It's like four times the price stock. <laughs> and then you probably want to mod it. You know, the, the yeah. recall of these guns isn't the same. It's just nowhere near. Like, this is, the, this is why there's just, like, not that many okay. choices. The only thing that I will say, the only thing that I will say about it, which maybe makes it a little bit more balanced, is that it acts like an SMG in the way that it plays out, simply because the rounds are so freaking slow, and they're not as generic as using, like... This is the thing about using 55A1 out of, like, an MDR, is that you can actually shoot people at basically any range, whereas 45AP is 299 meters per second. It is slow That's as hell. Slow. And it's very hard to hit people at range with. So it's not like MDR with attack 30 on it. Yeah. Where you can basically engage anybody at any range. Attack 30 in a laser. Like, it's fine. You can, you can headshot people from 500 meters. You can, I mean, that's obviously a long way, but you can headshot people from 200 meters, let's say. You can point fire people with the, with the laser. You could use the 1X. Um, and the MDR is also super controllable. That's why I've been using the 101. Like, the 101 is really nice. I'm loving the 101 right now. It's great. Fantastic gun. Feels feels great with the buffs and stuff. Like, the MDR can only only do so well because of the, the whole ball pop stock, like, recoil starting point thing. Whereas the 101 is great because you can get all the 556 suppressors for it, but you can get all the cheap AK mods, and you can do the Kreb stuff and do all sorts of funny funny business and make exactly the gun you want. And you can run it unsuppressed. Actually, one thing that, that's one thing that, that I pointed out in my vid, right, which I think is really underrated about the 101, is that you can't really run any of the other guns unsuppressed unless you're going like the first rounds thing, you know, the poor the poor man's jailbreak, or going jailbreak. But jailbreak, you need to have yeah, you know, it's like all the dust. It only works on the M4. You need the special SRI handguard. But you can't really go unsuppressed on any other gun. Whereas on the AK 101, you can get the RRD. Yeah. And so your ergo is like through the roof. It's like 80, 80 ergo or something. And you're using M856A1. Like it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I was using the 101 recently. And um, you you could, I mean, it's, I think it's really good actually. I was watching Landmark use it 
and he was he was playing with Dr. Lupo. Oh my god, I'm gonna fit I'm gonna squeeze this in here. If you want some pretty funny content, go check out Landmark. Maybe Dr. Lupo's got a video on it, I don't know, but Landmark and Dr. Lupo duos, they do some real Tarkov science. They throw nades inside a pot in dorms and they test to see if the pot will protect them from the nade. Hilarious content, dude. But anyways, he was using the one on one and he was, you know, trying to convince Dr. Lupo to use it and um it looks really good when it's fully kitted out. But even when it's got like dude, the rubber butt pad is so freaking good, man. I love my rubber butt pad. I feel like they might yep. need to nerf it. But anyways, uh yeah. It's um one one seems really good. I'm gonna use it for Shooterborn. And uh yeah, dude, that, that, I, I really that, like uh, the velocity, man. More the you, velocity you don't, you don't, you don't have thing. to side it at all, right? You don't have to do any any adjustments. Yeah. It's just like dead on. Exactly. Like I've got the one here. This is the one that I've been using. This is kind of like it's not meta, but this is like my min maxi one mm -hmm. um, that I showcased in the vid. And this is the one with the RRD. So you you can you can run it suppressed and have a, a lower record if you want to using the silencer co one but this one is the unsuppressed one which i've just been like running and gunning with and it's like 73 ergonomics 46 vertical recoil 961 meters per second rounds it's 73 ergos a good. lot that's a lot of ergo. 73 on the ak it's like so it's like it handles so nicely it's like yeah. insta ads i was using a canted on one of them and even though i don't really like canteds and the reticle I, I can't make canteds work they all the reticle just like I don't like falls out of the yeah. out of the the frame the whole Never time been a like, fan. And as soon as i as soon as I move forwards, it's just like dips out of the bottom of the frame and I can't see anything anymore. And I'm just like, I can't, I just can't even make this work. It must be a combination. I need to have a look into it because that's one of the biggest things that late game I struggle with. Actually, this is like a completely another, another side topic. This isn't for another time, but I always struggle with the concept of I want to have a point blank, a one times and a, and a zoom optic. Mm -hmm. right. And lots of other people solve this problem by going like they go like Voodoo and then 1X and then the Canted, or they do the JP Enterprises thing, they have a Delta Point on top. But like there isn't a combination that I really have found that I like yet, particularly. There's always seems to be some problem. I don't like Canted, I don't like it being on the top. It feels too wobbly when I'm strafing. Like the one times is the the ergo's okay, but it's like you have the eye relief thing, so it's all black before it comes into focus. Right. And that in that time, you can die to somebody who's using an EOTech Hollow or something. It's just I've I've never I haven't found the sweet spot for myself. It's like, and then when I use, I'm just like, right, I'm just going to use the EOTech because I can kill people at any range of that. And then I end up in like a 150 meter fight and I can't fight back. So I'm like, ah, oh, so I put the tac 30 back on, and I'm just like, oh damn, I wish I had the Hollow. Like it's it's so bad, it's so bad. I just uh, I just can't make it work. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but what were we saying? So the, so the UMP, yeah, it's just like, it's just the combination, I think, of all those things. You get full auto, yeah. basically. If you, there, there really isn't much for the price that full autos on that basis. Right. And I don't think, I don't think the new gun is going to overthrow this weapon as the new go-to no. with BT rounds, the, the new shrimp gun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's going to. I think it's the UMP with Bec well, ACPA yeah, because going to be amazing. You get it from Prepper, you have the good ammo, the BT rounds. Um, was it 9x21? Yeah, 9x21, you get it from Prepper 4 BT. So, and that's like, what, 36 you need to get Prepper 4? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? You get Peacekeeper 3, you get the AP rounds for the ump. You don't have to really do anything to it. You can if you want to. And you yeah. just hold down mouse 1 and they die quickly. Maybe they need yeah. to, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Like the point for me that will make them fall off is people moving up into class five. 
Moving up into class five is when right. 56A1, it's when ACPAP stops working. It's when the P90 with SS190 and SP193 stops working. It's when right. FMJ stops working. Right. Like, class five is a problem for that. And that's why everyone ends up moving up into BP because e, right. what else are you going to do? Yep. You either have to just go like semi-auto with huge armor damage like M80, M62. Mm-hmm. And M62, those two are not even actually that amazing against class five. They're really no. not. You have to hit them a few times. But yeah. because of the low recall of the SR potentially once you've got max traders and the m1a right. you can make it work that's fine but it's why everybody ends up going bp because you get full auto and you can use the mutant or the rd or 103 well not 103 the akmn with a you know low recall combination there's not that many things that hit that sweet spot of the bpness you know it's the breakpoints we talked about the rifle rounds are all going to three shot somebody and they have to pen too and the low the, the higher that you go in the penetration the lower damage you get and so it's just this horrible trade-off whereas with bp you can just you can, in theory, just two-shot someone through class five, and because it's 57 damage per, per round, you just kill them in two hits, no matter what. It's like that perfect break point. Why move up to M80 and M62 that do 80 damage when that 80 damage isn't going to kill someone because they have 85 Thorax H, but you may as well have 57. It doesn't matter, but having less than 44 is a problem because armor mitigation and all this other stuff is going to be a three-shot. Um, and you make these compromises where you don't have to make that compromise with, with BP. And once you get up into those upper echelons of modding, you have the good recoil as well. And it's like the best of all worlds. That's the thing. That's, that's the reason why it ends up being so amazing, in short, right? So I just, I don't know. Someone we'll says, we need harder personal buy limits to force people to use scavenge shit. They buy new meta setup. Kind of the problem. Anything about level two traders should be scavenged, only in my honest opinion. And it's, and like, I was just thinking this, is I feel like it's so tied to everyone's general progression. Like, as you said, once people start running class five, now you, you all these other animals are like completely use, useless. You know what I mean? You're just like in struggle view. I would love to play a Tarkov hardcore, whatever, where it's just like you, you gotta like find the good stuff, you know, and then like you get that one ray where you got the class five armor. It's like yes, and you you know you 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 beat people, and then eventually you run to the guy that found the class, that found the I don't know SMB SVD that two tapped you or whatever, you know. Ah, oh, that would be so so much better than freaking two months in. Everyone's running BP and mutants and class five armor. You know, it's just like that's why. Oh, early wipe is so much fun. Like you got to use PPSH. I got to use the um revolver shotgun with slugs. It was a lot of fun, dude. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I just think a lot of those like high those high end weapons should just be just more controlled more locked off whatever like not, yeah. on, not on the traders like maybe not all find in raid but as we said like we said a million times like maybe quests where you get to request a gun you know you get to you get to buy one maybe the part maybe you just get parts for the ones at the top you know and you have to piece them together right. there's like lots of ways that they could do it to, to make it more scarce but maybe that'll happen later maybe 1.0 will be more scarce i don't know but that's why the idea of a hardcore server kind of appeals yeah it's just nicer at the top end um Shall we move on to our viewer question? Yeah, let's um, let's do that. We'll also take a couple questions in the chat as well. Um, you want to go ahead and play the? I accidentally posted in the wrong chat in Discord. I posted in the Discord, Discord, and not you. Yeah, but oh. I, now I sent it to oh, you. You posted it to me now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. tested the sound on this. So this might blow everyone's ears out. I hope not. Apologies. I'll turn it down. I'll try and turn it down promptly otherwise. Right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll play it and we'll do a countdown then. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey, Giga. Hey, Church. I want to thank you for the advice to reconsider the RFB, even though the MAD round is now at a higher peacekeeper level. 
Um, I loaded into Woods with an RFB loaded with TCW ammo. Um, and I heard shots at Village and was able to take two, take out two separate PMCs. I think they were both solo because they were approaching Village at opposite sides. But yeah, uh, one headshot did, did plenty. And then another guy, I was able to tear up his thorax. So just had a lot of loot to deal with and uh, left via bridge with uh, less than 10 minutes left after all that loot sorting. But thank you so much for the, for the advice. The RFB, you know, it just handles so great. Thanks. Bye. Okay. RFB enjoyers. I think, you know what, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to make more of a thing of this on the channel, I think, because like RFB's basically become my spirit animal. I think like, I didn't really even notice it particularly, but like every time there's an RFB or like someone mentions like, oh, what gun should we run next? And everyone's just like, Giga's going to use the RFB, isn't he? And it's like, it's like kind of becoming a thing. Um, <laughs> so I should definitely make more of it. But um, yeah, no, it's good. I, I don't know. I think, it, I think it's still, I think it's still a decent, I think it's still a decent proposition. I mean, we, there was lots of chat early on. My take on it is like, you look at the rounds and you go, okay, well, you basically buy, either buy BCP or TCW. And it's a very straightforward example, again, of the breakpoints. Well, do I want 88 damage and 31 pen or mm -hmm. 67 damage and 34 pen? Okay, well, I just want to take the higher pen because that 88 damage yeah. is never going to actually kill somebody right. if they're wearing class three or above because of damage mitigation and damage drop off over range. So it doesn't really matter. Like, do I one shot or do I two shot? This is the question. It's not, is it 88 or 67? Mm -hmm. um, like, you're not like metering anybody with the RFB. If you have to go through the full 440 on flesh damage, you've probably done something wrong. You're probably aiming at Thorax anyway. So if you're hitting arms, you're already getting a 0.7 like damage multiplier diminishment or whatever. <laughs> That's not really a word, but you know, you're having your damage reduced by, by 30% by hitting arms that are blacked. So you really want to be penetrating thorax armor and killing them. So you want the 34 penetration rather than 31. Um, and it has more armor damage percentage as well. So like the 67 damage, I just don't think it matters too much. And, uh, and also, as he said, you, have, um, you also have the ability to, to just headshot people. Right. Um, yep. And they and they still die. So, so that's that's all good. I mean, yeah. I haven't. I actually haven't used the RFP that much though. Have you used it that much this wipe? No, I've went straight to the SR twenty five for M eighty. Oh, giga Chad. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just so good, dude. I mean, you you put the you really don't have to do a lot of mods because you get the with now that you unlock M eighty at Peacekeeper three, you get the most stock. You get the suppressor. I don't. You don't. I don't think you get the the CAC suppressor, the good one. I don't think you get the muzzle device, the mechanic three or is it mechanic? Yeah, there's two? ones on mechanic and ones on peacekeeper, and I can't remember right. which way around it is. The muzzle's on mechanic. One has the muzzle. Okay. Yeah. Peacekeeper's got a suppressor, so I end up just buying the the muzzle off the flea for like twenty thousand rubles. I mean, it's kind of expensive, but yeah, it is sort of like the more expensive kit. But it's just like oh, it's like you really have to do a lot. That's it, you know, because you, you can put the the Handguard on it, the one that just attaches to the M lock, the Zenina adapter, and you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, you, that's that's the meta. That's basically the meta build. I mean, advanced tube is like the only upgrade you could do, and a longer barrel if you really want. But I mean, it's just it's fine like it is. So that's like the yeah Giga Chad build, like you know, for on a on a semi budget. But um, yeah, that's kind of what I did. Is I just I ran a couple of raids and I'm dying. But I've been spending like all my rubles this white man. All my rubles on yeah. upgrades or whatever I can at the end of the night. I think that's probably quite a good way to play. Actually, I do. I think it's quite a good, a good fun way to play. Just because. 
Well, quite honestly, yeah, we always end up with so much money, right? Yeah, and I've been doing your method. I've been doing a scaling factory, dude. Every mm. every time I can, it's actually really, really good. And like, basically, knowing that I really don't have zero rubles. Like, yeah, I only got nine thousand rubles this raid. I can sell a few items to ensure my gear. But like, if I'm really bad, hit the scav button. Nine times out of ten, I survive. You know, I get a little bit of currency. So you know, it's like you, you cycle enough. I can run another PMC raid. You know. I'd have, yeah. I feel like is I'd it, have to have like a like a forty or thirty percent survival rate for that to like really get me on like scav timer and crafting, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like w between crafting and using your scav on factory or whatever, like if scav on factory will net you between even if you literally don't loot anything and run out, it's going to net you somewhere between forty k and a hundred k, depending mm -hmm. on what you get on you. And if you do that between every PMC raid, right? Like averaging like seventy k or something between each raid, it just if you were going to chart every raid and the money made or whatever you're on, you know, net worth within your account, it's just like such over time. It's such a net positive. Very yeah. hard to get broke actually. Um, yeah. If you do that systematically and do it every time, because it's just it takes so so little time, especially now. Like it was getting into factory at the beginning of the white was really tough because all the queues were just crazy. But now it takes like no time to load. There's no loading time on a scav for um, waiting for other players because the right. match is already in the map loads really quickly like you can load into factory faster as a scav than you can as pmc because it has to make the server and all yep. orient everybody whatever whereas you can and lots of other people are doing this scav run too i mean it's kind of a bit of a i don't know it's a bit of a i don't know like it's not really the way the game's supposed to be played but like who cares whatever like I, I was talking to the chat about it the other day and i was like i don't blame anybody that does it and i also i part of the reason why i end up trying to make as much money as possible is so that i can just do various things because sometimes i buy like every single 556 gun yeah, yeah. or i buy like stupid attachments so i can look at the meta build before i've actually got the um the traders unlocked or whatever and i just spend like 300k making a gun just so i can go and like test the recoil or whatever so like having money for if you're like making content is obviously it kind of is its own thing not just like within the game it's like you want to be able to do random stuff if you if you so wish or you want to be able to build one of the amxes once once you get to it which i'm not yet but it's going to be 400k to make it and i'm going to need some money because i'm going to want to run that thing um but it's just such an easy and free way of, of making money. I, just, I don't think it should really be in the game, personally. Um, well, because it's too easy and it's too just, like... And the scav run's fine, but the factory yeah. run itself is slightly too abusable, I think. Or it's not... It's, it's just too... It's too easy. It's too risk-free. It's just free money. It's free money, and it shouldn't, there shouldn't be any free money. It's a, it's a very compound, I think, because Scav Karma really made that system free money. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah, you used to not be. Dude, you go scav factory, you are duking it out. I mean, that's like you, you really like some punishment for doing that, you know. <laughs> and I used like, to love it. It was great. Oh yeah, yeah. It was great but, practice. I just, I don't know, man. I really don't like that. Like, I feel like, you know, I said earlier, I would have to have like a thirty percent survival rate for this method to not be in my favor. You know what I mean? And for yeah. people that do have a thirty percent survival rate, that kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like they're PMC, like it's PMC wise, right? You know, yeah. Um, because like, sure, like you can survive. Hard. The game's really hard. right? Yeah, sure, you can survive and do your scam and get some money, but you're gonna do that every twenty five minutes. So if it, if you have a thirty percent survival rate and you don't have money, what do you do? You just sit there in the menu. You know, what I mean, you can't do anything, which I never really liked. But on the flip side of that, you know, if you have a, like you said, you can do the system. You can just basically have this collect go thing you always do and it just keeps i don't know it's i don't really like that part of it because it yeah 
And it's better it for players like who are surviving as well because like it disproportionately because yeah. the helps. worst thing is yeah you go as you go as PMC you die you run your scav and you die or you do the factory quick sprint you come back and you're like okay well I do my PMC again I die yes. the scavs get on cooldown yeah that's the thing that like new players get stuck in where they're like the scavs on cooldown they don't want to play PMC because they're like either worried about gear or struggling with gear don't have enough don't feel like they're confident enough whatever yep. but the scavs still on cooldown so they just kind of don't want to play and they just like play Minesweeper until the scav cooldown runs out, you know? Or, like, play yeah. around in their stash. So I get that. I, you know, I've, I've been there. We've all been there right at the beginning when you're just like, oh, you know, I don't, Wait I don't for that scav cooldown. Yep, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, wait for the cooldown. Yep. Which or I really... That's why I've, I feel like, perhaps, now this, this may give me some trouble, but what if, okay, scav was unlimited, there's no timer, but the stuff you got to raid... You could give defense to increase your karma, or you could give to your PMC. If you gave it to your PMC, none of the traders would t take it. It would have a new flag that said "covered in scav feces" or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want that. It came from scavs. It's a rusty coal pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like this, right? And the idea is like. You have that space where you can do a risk-free run and you can get some gear to use on your PMC, but you can't convert it into cash to bank your PMC, to bankroll your PMC. You know what I mean? Like, if you're really struggling, you can do it to, to get something for your PMC and you can do it essentially risk-free over and over. Like, yeah, I have a 33% survival rate. But I can get enough stuff on my PMC to actually do something. You know what I mean? Whereas in the current system, it's like, I have a 30% survival rate, I can't play the game. Or I have a 70% survival rate, I can just keep bankrolling my PMC, like, pimping out my scav. Like, I just, I don't know. I really don't like how that works out on either side. Yeah, it's just, it's just so, it's just so tough, because it's like, you want to give the new players like this outlet, this safety yes. net to be able to do stuff yes. and make money and then choose their kit rather than just having to use like scav junk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because the other suggestion I was thinking of was make the scav run unlimited, mm -hmm. but make it random. Yeah. Or make it unlimited it, to do a random. I, mean, I guess you could just disconnect them. I was going to say like make it unlimited to do a random scav, but make it timed oh, if you want to pick a map. Dang, you're like right. That. Because you, so can you can just, just disconnect. go random and just disconnect and yeah. just go and multiply. Maybe if you disconnect, it resets the timer. I don't know. Oh. Maybe you have to survive. Maybe you have to survive to get it back. If you do random map and you survive, you get it. You get it straight away again. Yeah, I mean the the thing with that though is like you're just you're the the scenario still exists. It's just kind of diminishing it. Yeah, but it is. But it I probably is wouldn't targeting. Do it but it, if uh, I had to play, if I had to play a random map with Scav, I probably yeah. wouldn't play Scav between my PMC raids. The mm. only reason why I play Scav. Is because I just go click factory, go bam, thirty seconds in we go, and out we come with fifty k. Yeah, it's so easy, dude. It's so easy. They should. Like when I they go should try it at customs, least. I go like, where have I got? I've got like the... the port between the dock and the and the tree with the stick, and I'm like, what extracts this? I haven't played scav on customs for like two years, and then I have to look the map up because I can't remember where the extracts are. Like, if it was random, dude, and you'd have to remember where all the freaking scav extracts are and stuff, like, oh my but god, see, that's I'm not the, sure if I could be That's the thing. As a new player, 
you probably want to be scaving on customs to learn the map. Now you're going to get thrown on random maps, so it's going to be oh, like... But it's scav, that's fine. You can play yes, offline mode. Yes, yes. If you want to learn it, like, you know, whatever. I get, I get that for about, about learning. Yeah, yeah, you want yeah. to learn, like, certain specific maps. I get that, but you're still playing the game. I don't think it matters too much. I think they should um, try like it. The, yeah. At least. I do like cause... the ideas in chat as well, I was going to say, of, like, mm -hmm. having low scav timers for, like, under level 5 or whatever. Yeah, like, but that would be a scav good... under level 5 or something. Yeah, that would be a um, good... Uh... A yeah, just to get people help people get into the game, and like if people want to artificially stay under level five to just run scav on factory infinitely to get loads of money, <sighs> then like <laughs> you could. <laughs> I know some people would do that though, because I know in the wipe and there's... you just run that over and over and over and over and over and over again, and then you then you level up your PMC once you've got like ten mil. Dude, I've seen in Airings chat some people will not play their PMC until they have like ten million rubles in their stash from just scav running, which is like crazy to me, but. It is what it is. It is. It is. Oh man, I just remember there was like one other thing actually about the RFB. Like just jumping back to that quickly because I yeah. just had like a sudden memory of the the video that I did, which was I thought was interesting about how the RFB loses sight picture really badly. I know this is completely going back on the topic that we had before, but because the what the comparison that we that I was thinking of that I was mulling over that I, I couldn't make the link in my brain was about seven sixty two PS, and I was like, you know, it's kind of the same and maybe better in some ways. And um, as much as I love the RFB, when I was testing out in practice the, the SKS, the funny thing about this like losing sight picture thing, like even though the RFB returns to center faster, because of the camera recoil on the SKS, you can still see what's happening. Whereas the RFB pivots too much, yes. it turns too much in your shoulder, so the scope goes black. Whereas on the SKS, because the whole head comes up at the same time, mm -hmm. you can still see at the bottom of your ring scope, you can still see the player you were shooting at which actually really helps. So you can already start to retarget for the next shot. Whereas the RFB each time, it's just like, bam, did we get in, boys? Bam, did we yeah. get in, boys? You know, you just like, you don't know where, where they are in between each fire, in between each shot, which actually is one really big negative against it. Um, it's... I ended up not running either of them, but like, I was actually very tempted to use the SKS with just like one of the mounts and then a regular, mm -hmm. a regular scope just because of that whole situation with the camera recoil. Because like, it was quite, once I noticed, I was like, oh, this is pretty bad, actually. Yeah. Like, maybe I just run and... the SKS with... 35 pen and 57 damage for me that's the main reason why i don't like the rfb like i used to really like it and then that issue started running to me a lot mm -hmm. and there's really nothing you can do about it like in theory if you could reduce the vertical recoil by a lot then you can maybe like reduce that yeah sight picture issue but you can't right so i don't know that gun's kind of been shelved i mean it's better i think it's like better than the vepper hunter for sure but it's I don't, it's weird, yeah. but um, I need to test you know. it with some of the other scopes because I was having a look at a few of them. This is not there. Yeah, this may be for another another one after mm -hmm. I've looked into it because I haven't looked into it yet. This is maybe a sneak preview of something potentially to come in the like next couple of weeks or whatever. Because I was looking through a few of them, seeing which ones do and do not have this problem. Um, and it's the again the reason why people like the razor, why they like the voodoo, and why they like this new swamp fox thing, which I'm looking at the swamp fox trihawk. Yeah, I've seen tried it. it. It's the new three. I've tried it. Feels feels pretty spicy i'm kind of, mm. kind, of, kind of liking it like it's okay it the guns that i've tested it on anyway it doesn't lose sight picture very easily mm. which is kind of cool yeah like, compared nice. to like the lcan compared to the tac 30 compared to like a lot of the other ones i tried outside of the one times on the voodoo and the mm -hmm. um and the razor this thing's a 3x and you can still full auto people with it with the ak-101 i was like Mm. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to try All that right. now. You got you piqued my interest. Yeah, so give it a try. I'm gonna have a look into it in a bit more detail, I think, and see 
see if I can make something off that because I think it's good. And it's like 35k. It's not that much. I'm a, I'm a rig fan of like the two and a half to three and a half kind of range. Like I was in, in PUBG, I was a big 3x guy. Big 3x guy. And uh, we don't really have any three times this in this game. We have a two. We have the two and a half prism. We have the three times like... Uh, what's, I can't remember what it's called. The um, the EOTech one with HHS so with the the bit that yeah, flops yeah, over, yeah. which is just like looks like complete crap. Really? Um, we have like the Mosin PU scope. We right. have uh, the three and the two. ACOG. Was, is, was it like a, the, is it two ACOGs and one at four? And then this one yeah. was, was supposed to be three, but when you when you actually zoom into it, three and a half in the bottom right, and you're like, no, not another three and a half. Like, give me the three. Give me a three. Give me a two and a half. Give me a three. Give me more. It's um, it's it's a bit painful, but anyway. So I, I think it might be kind of interesting. I think it could be interesting, but yeah, yeah it's, it's a scare three, I think, and I don't think they're in the loot pool because they're too new. So they're just mm-hmm. never on the flea. I've never seen one on the flea market, so I think that they've been like missed out of the loot pool, and they're just not there. So I had to wait until scare three to even buy one. Yeah, I have to check it out. I haven't, I haven't. Uh, I'm gonna try to slap it right on the one on one. As you said that. Check it out. I think it's pretty nice. Like because it it's only a three, so you have to do something else. You have to go laser, or yeah. I was just going laser, but you, yeah. you have to go laser or canted or something, um, or just just point shoot people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gilly you, Chad gameplay. All right, rapid fire. I got two quick things I want to scratch off my list. So one, I was using the G thirty six with the the three X scope on it that comes pre configured because I wanted to like make this thing work. And it's absolute garbage. I don't know why, but it like not only does it have like issues with the with the sight picture and then the ring, whatever, but if you're aiming down sights and you move just a little bit, it like shakes and stutters. It's I don't know if it, I don't know what's going on. It's it's really bad. I mean I did I did kill PMCs on interchange with it using it, but I could then have like any other scope. And what I was thinking is like, oh, you know what? I'm why don't I just compare this to like the the twenty five millimeter scope that Jaeger sells? You know, that's like a I think it's a four X, yeah. right? Is it a four X? So. Yeah. Um, turns out you can't mount the twenty five millimeter on there. The mounts for on it. the G thirty six. You can not with the rail. You can the thirty millimeter, but not the twenty five. I don't know if it's a bug or if it's like realism reasons that's or what. Gotta be a bug. Surely that's a bug. No I don't way. know. See, this is the thing. I'm not. I mean, I guess you could report it and they could be like, oh, that's not a bug. But, like, I don't know if it's a bug. I don't know. Anyways, so that's interesting to know. I guess. Yeah, I should just report it. They have got back to me about gameplay mechanics before, you know. Okay. I asked them about the I've, turn rate. On... I've talked to those before. I've had one bad experience and I've just, like, never really bothered reporting again. You're like, I'm never speaking to them again. Yeah. Never speaking to Battlestate support ever again. You're right, though. It doesn't fit on there. Yeah, it's really weird. Standing. So You might... Need to, oh you, there's a there's probably a way oh, yeah you can put on oh you put way. the riser you can put on the Larue yeah, yeah the Larue Picatinny riser smart. okay it's the Larue like well, fixes so many problems it's the same thing for the SKS you need to put the Larue on before you can mount the rings oh that's funny okay so you can do it I'll have to I'll have to as as yeah I don't know I don't know if the math makes sense because the scope's like what twenty k with the mounts and all. And I, I don't. Mean, I don't think the gun that... and the scope are both literal dog. Like, yeah, I know. It's just it doesn't make sense. The G36 sucks. Anyways, I've I've absolutely confirmed it, guys. Don't worry, <laughs> it sucks. The other thing I want to mention quickly is crafting recipes. I don't know if you notice this, and I hope the guy is not a bug because I do not want them to fix this. 
but they have not been shifting in the hideout. They're always in the same spot. I think I did notice this actually. Because I was like, huh, why is it always near the top? I love it, dude. It makes life so much better, Giga. I mean, it still sucks. I have to like there's this one craft I do in the workbench occasionally. It's it's you take uh the filing tools and you take a yellow pliers and you turn it into a red plier. But it's at the very bottom, so I have to like grab my mouse, turn it upside down on its mouse wheel, and just <laughs> burn streaks into my mouse pad. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the speed's locked at which you could scroll, but anyways. Because it loads, you can see the scroll bar moving. Yeah. Like if you, you can hold the scroll bar and it's like... Yeah. It's like stuff's loading in the vent in the window. Like I it's, guess it's it, really bad once you get to Workbench 3. I'm like, oh, yeah, God, I'm not looking sucks, forward to getting to Workbench dude. 3 because now I've got a million crafts. I guess it's um, it's all server, like it fetches the information and it populates it somehow. I don't Amazing, know. but like, all right. Maybe know. not. Anyways. It's that's a really in some way that yeah. one's good because you can sell that to therapist right those um, yeah yeah that's, that's so my like 17k like, or something so it's quite my brain quite dead good. brain dead craft or like my my quick craft mm. so um yep that's one to just get those off my list pretty cool feature hope that's a real that's a mainstay let's get some categories workbench one craft workbench two craft workbench three crafts like come on come on be a nice favorites yep oh you know? favorites Ooh. Speaking my language, Giga. Favorites would be good. Yeah, Favorites would be, nice. be good. Nice. Cool. Well, I think we'll uh, close her out here unless you got anything else, Giga. You want to squeeze no, in? No, I think that's it. I think that's it for me uh, today. I think that's it for me today. Bit of a spicy one. <laughs> bit of a spicy one. Yeah, that, that first hour was a bit of a <laughs> slog to get through there. But uh hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And we'll see you all next week. Later.